Welcome to Guys We Fucked. <laughs> guys We Fucked. Guys We Fucked. I'm Christina. I'm Corinne. We're sorry, sorry about, about last, last night. night. The anti slut shaming podcast. <laughs> I never stop. <laughs> hey, happy Guys We Fucked Day, Corinne. Happy Guys We Fucked Day, Christina. And to you, Dan, Wait. sitting at your desk. Oh, I was going to say, I was Barbara like, walking her dog. I feel like people listening to podcasts are more like Stacy, Madison. Oh, really? Jennifer. Okay. Uh, Dawn. <laughs> Happy guys we fucked day, you guys. You okay. picked a lot of old names. Yeah, I, I like <laughs> old names. Bertha. Happy guys we fucked day. Gertrude. Esther. Uh, oh. So you've you've seen us. You've seen us talking about it on the social media. And you're like, what the, what the, what the fuck are they talking about? What are these about? bitches talking are they on about? Crack? Just let us know. No. We're not. We don't do crack. We just have a bunch of big announcements and we decided to make them all on one day. Efficient. All right. So first off, you've been asking for them. You've been tweeting us about it. You're like, we want to hear guys we fucked more than one time a week. All right. Okay. We heard you. Put the knife down. (laughs) And guess what? Uh, Guys we fucked is now available on Howl. If you don't know what Hal is, it's kind of like the Netflix of podcasts. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's really cheap. You can sign up and you get bonus episodes of Guys We Fucked. We're doing at least two bonus episodes per month. Uh, the monthly cost is just four ninety nine. So, I mean, it's like this is extra. So we're not charging it, you know, for regular episodes still. But oh, yeah. We're keeping it free. And also more. people still email us like, can I donate money? Sign up for Howl. Yeah. Four dollars and ninety nine cents a month. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's all. That's all it takes to get a little bit more of this in your life. Yeah. Oh. And the episodes are going to be super cool. I'm so excited. We have some fun shit planned. Yeah, we're going to do weird shit. We're just going to dive into some topics that sometimes we have to kind of just like scoot over. Uh, scoot, scoot. We're going to read some of the crazy emails that we've gotten that we haven't had time to go over. We're going to bring back your favorite guests because like on the regular podcast, we don't really repeat guests. Except Vinny. But if you like Vinny and Steven, I think are the only people who have been on multiple times. But if you like someone a lot and we have an idea of who your favorites were, we're going to bring them on. We're going to talk more. I asked Nico if he would do it and he said yes. Yeah, we're going to be weird. And then maybe we'll drink with those people. Yeah, we'll have an episode. We'll we'll have like a party night and Kurt and I'll just like crack open some whiskeys. Yeah. And talk. And then... uh, I want to bring some some of our family members. Yeah. Not to. Yeah. Just the tease. Just. Yeah. We're going we're gonna to do some fun, unexpected stuff, keeping it fresh, keeping it real for you guys. So it'll be like, guys, we fuck but looser. Corinne, how do I get the Howl bonus episode? Um, you can go to howl.fm slash GWF. And they're even giving you the opportunity to start a one month trial for free. Yeah. So if you don't like it. It'd One, like, fuck you, but two, you don't have to do it. So, well, maybe fuck us. <laughs> oh, if oh, you don't, you know, if yeah. you don't like it, I guess that's our responsibility. No, they're pretty good. Yeah, but we can, uh, we can vouch for them. It's going to be great. Yeah, so go to howl.fm slash GWF. Tell your friends, tell your wife, tell your kids. Yeah. If you wanted the nut. And the first episode is available now. Yeah. Do it. Howl. Mm. Mm. Right? Good, good. What else we got? Oh, we finally 
have gotten some merch. Merchandise. It guys. only took us two years. Yeah. Um, so yeah, if you go to our website, sorry about last night comedy.com, uh, there is a tab that says merch, and that'll take you. We're gonna be having some more things coming up, but there's um we designed some t-shirts, some tote bags, and one of our listeners actually who had submitted a logo. Yeah, for the logo contest. I know we yeah. kind of like mentioned it and then dropped it with And also we paid her. Yeah. Because someone was like, You can't just not pay her. I'm like, I Yeah, get no, it. we ran a contest and then She's we amazing. paid her. Uh shout out to a Elise Perry, her yeah. work is amazing, amazing, and it's going to be yeah the face, uh, the faces. You can get a tote bag. Our faces. You can get a t-shirt. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so right now we have a limited amount of merch uh, available, and there'll be some more as we go on. But uh, yeah, sorry about last night. Comedy.com. Click on that tab that says merch if you want some guys we fucked on your body. And then last but not least, our third announcement of the day is the tour dates, tour dates. that we have been teasing you with. Uh, and we just want to point out tickets are between $20 and $25. This is the cheapest that we could get. And we actually like fought we, our agents yeah. on this. They we wanted like, to I make don't, it higher. Yeah. And we said no. So we want you to be able to, number one, come and see a live comedy show. I think it's so important. People, You know, we're such in the age of like movies and whatever. Movies are great. I love movies. But like... See live See theater. a live show. And then you have money left over to get yourself a drink, get yourself a shirt without having to like not do anything for the next three weeks. We know what it's like. That sucks. And uh, we tried to keep the venues as uh, low in ages as we could as well. So some of these venues are 16 plus, some are 18 plus, but then some are 21 plus. We tried our best, um, but, you know, different cities have different things to offer. So what cities are we coming to? Well, I don't know. And just keep in mind, this is just the first leg of the tour. There will be more, but right now for 2016, uh, Syracuse, New York on November 2nd, we kick off their tour at the Syracuse funny bone and then Albany, New York, uh, uh, November 3rd at the funny bone. Hartford, Connecticut, November 6th, the funny bone Irvine, California, November 9th, the improv Los Angeles, California, yeah, I'm so excited. November 10th. We'll be at the comedy store again, Phoenix, Arizona, 11, 11, make a wish. We're at stand up live. Ontario, California. I didn't know you existed, but you do. And we'll be there at the Improv on November 13th. San Francisco, California, 11, uh, November 14th. We'll be at Cobb's Comedy Club. Indianapolis, Indiana, November 16th. We'll be at Crackers. <laughs> Crackers. <laughs> Columbus, Ohio. November 17th, we're going to be at the Funny Bone. Chicago, Illinois. Uh, this link will be live soon. Uh, but on November 18th or 19th, it's going to be one of them. We'll be at the Anthenaum Theater. And that's for a podcast festival. Uh, yes. And then Cleveland, Ohio on November 20th, we'll be at Hilarities. So these are just some of the dates. Uh, these are the dates for the beginning portion of First our tour. Of the tour. There's going to be leg. more dates for early 2017. Yeah. But we want to get it started. We kept talking about it. So we're going. We're coming. And if you're like, oh, my God, they didn't announce my city. There's more cities. Yeah. We just can't, we can't be everywhere at once. Yeah. We're going to we're getting this is a long tour for us. This is the longest we'll ever be have been on the road. Yeah. So. Straight. Yeah. I can't wait. And I'm not. Oh, dude, the guys we fuck tour show. 
it's the best it's the best thing yeah and it's so, these so are, much fucking fun yeah for most or so most of these like there's a couple in here that are podcast festivals but for the most part this is all guys we fucked the experience which is our live show that we've been talking about the one that we tested out uh downtown in new york for several months and uh it's, oh, is that the sold out run oh yeah <laughs> it's gonna be really fun uh and we can't wait for you to come so ticket links and more information including like what ages can come the venues the links everything, everything like that you need. is going to be in the soundcloud description and on our website as well yes yeah, sorry about lastnightcomedy.com and also shit i was gonna say something real good what i don't know it's guys we fuck day so here's what you do you sign up for your howl bonus episodes mm-hmm. so you get the first the first episode the bonus episodes already available. and while you're listening to it you get a t-shirt that you will wear to the tour, the show. tour show oh what this is great. Yeah, is it, are you in heaven? No, this is reality, Brittany. <laughs> this is fucking reality, baby. And welcome to it, okay? <laughs> um, oh, and also I wanted to say for the guys who fucked the experience, our tour show, it's a really good show to bring someone who's never heard of the podcast because that's one of the uh, types of feedback that we got that I was very pleasantly surprised. Oh, yeah. A lot of people brought their friends or their family members that had no idea what the fuck the podcast was. And afterwards they were like, that was amazing. And I had a lot of fun. So we're like, that was, oh, boyfriend's like, that, that it didn't suck. Yeah. That's my favorite. Well, we're, thank you. We're going to be doing stand up. We're going to get inside your life a little bit. It's going to be very fun. Super fun. Speaking of fun. This episode of Guys We Fucked is brought to you by Mod Cloth. Uh, it brings you unique styles in dresses, tops, bottoms, shoes, outerwears, bridal. They're a new sponsor, and I'm really excited because I have actually been shopping on ModCloth.com for many years now. And I was like, oh shit, they want to advertise? Yes. Their statement prints, distinctive designs, and vintage-inspired looks add uncommon, unex- unexpected flavor to every moment. And I'm not, if you go to their website, you go to modcloth.com, okay? And all of their clothes, what I love about it is I've never, they're very unique designs, but they're beautiful and classy and like just clothes that I've never really seen before, styles. Yeah, I really you need love. a fall wardrobe. Get your fall wardrobe. Get it. So you go to modcloth.com, M-O-D-C-L-O-T-H.com. If you enter the code GWF at checkout, you'll get 20 bucks off an order that is $100 or more. Make every day extraordinary. With Mod Claus. Nice. Mm. Now, more shows. Oh, yeah. Jeez, we're going to be busy. <laughs> uh, so, Toronto, uh, we're going to be at the Just for Last Festival on Thursday, September 22nd at 9 p.m. for a live recording of the Guys We Fuck podcast. There are individual tickets available. And then Friday, September 23rd at midnight, we're doing Guys We Fucked the Experience, which is the show we were just talking about. Individual tickets are also available for that. There is a 9 p.m. show also happening on Friday. Someone asked us about that, but that's pass holders only. So if you have a pass, you can get tickets to that one too. Yeah. Um, And also last week, I said the wrong date. Whoopsies. My monthly show that I co-host with Wendy Starling in New York City, Glamapus, is going to be on Friday, uh, September 30th at 7.30 p.m. at Zinc Bar, 82 West 3rd Street. Links for tickets are in the description of this podcast. And then after you come to Glamapus, head on over to New York Comedy Club for nacho bitches. Uh, so at 11.15 p.m. So they don't conflict. You could tr- truly do the whole day. I will be going to both. Uh, Friday, September 30th. Still same day. Uh, Blair Saki and I are going to be co-hosting the birthday edition. Happy my birthday. birthday. Uh, of nacho bitches. Tickets are just $10 with the code nacho. My birthday show is obviously always my favorite. 
favorite show. Yes. Because and, I'll, and I'll definitely be very drunk, yelling at Kring, people. Kring gonna be in full effect, y'all. <laughs> I see it every year, and it's my favorite. So, yeah, if you want, I'm gonna walk over after uh, Glamour Puss. We'll all walk over together because we'll have like, you know, an hour to a get some A huge parade pizza. of people. Yeah. We'll just come and we're over. And we'll shout your name, and then people are like, are they protesting her? Are they celebrating Yeah, her? it'll be, like, a really, really fun day. Uh, And then New Orleans, we're going to be at the Hell Yes Festival on Wednesday, October 12th at 8 p.m. This is a live podcast recording. It's an all ages show and tickets start at $25. I'm excited. My brother's going to be there. Now, Lynn's going to be been there. so fun. I yeah. want to see ghosts and jazz. Oh, we're going to do all and of ghosts that. playing jazz and eat po' boys. It's going to be the best. I don't know what that is, but I'll eat it. Yeah, I think you would like it. They have shrimp ones. Shrimp. Uh, <laughs> I love shrimp. And thanks again to our second sponsor, Third Love. Uh, it's great bras. We love them. They're comfortable bras that mold to your shape and truly give you the perfect fit. Third Love, as you know, stands behind the product so much that they are willing to send Guys We Fuck listeners their t-shirt bra for free. All you have to do is pay for shipping. You get to wear it for up to 30 days. If you love it, you keep it. They charge your card. If you don't love it, just send it back and no one's going to be mad at you. No one's going to be mad. It's going to be totally fine. You you, You took a risk. And if you're wondering how to get this, go to thirdlove.com slash GWF. Get started. Also makes a great gift. A lot of people like message us like, guys, oh, I'm- what's that company? It's called Third Love, Third guys. Love. Third Love. <laughs> rewind it. There's a 15 second rewind button. Third Love. <laughs> it's like we've said it so many times. <laughs> they're really mad comfy though. <laughs> they are. They're great. Oh, their t-shirt bra is good. Oh, also. So you got your titties in check with your Third Love bra. <laughs> what are you going to eat? Blue Apron knows that when you cook with incredible ingredients, you make incredible meals, which is why they've established partnerships with over 150 local farms, fisheries, rancheries across the United States of America. For less than 10 bucks a meal, Blue Apron delivers seasonal recipes along with pre-portioned ingredients to make delicious home-cooked meals. You can customize your recipes every week. Uh, Each box of food, it only comes with the exact amount of ingredients that you need to make the thing. And there's a very picture-heavy step-by-step instruction card. And this is a really cool thing that like makes me want to cry a little bit. So my dad and mom have Blue Apron. And I've said before, like, it saves the marriage because they can cook together and it's really cute. Because they don't, they don't really cook together, which I, I don't know. A lot, of, a lot of people don't cook together. It's usually <sighs> like one together, person's guys. job. Well, I don't cook with Steven because I'm like, you just If I cooked away. with someone, I would knife them. Yeah, same. <laughs> um, don't knife your partner. Um, but my dad had a heart appointment because his heart's fucked up. He's got all kinds of issues wrong with his heart. And it's been scaring the shit out of me mm-hmm. for the past uh, year or two. But he had a recent doctor's appointment and he had been eating Blue Apron probably for, I don't know, I got him a subscription like the past four months maybe. Mm-hmm. And it's fresh food and yeah. it's minimal ingredients. Like you, there's not a ton of ingredients. It's all fresh. It's not all diet shit. I mean, mm-hmm. you can make it that if you want. But he, it allows him to eat because he has diabetes. It allows him to eat food that, you know, like a tortilla or a pizza, but it's not bad for you because it's... Yeah, you mean... It's always better when you see what's going into exact, your food. And it, they keep it under a certain amount of calories. So he's not really used to eating fresh food a lot. So he's been eating this and his heart has like drastically recovered from uh, its previous state of having, he has PVCs and stuff. And the doctor said like, that is a hundred percent your diet and he's not taking as much insulin anymore. Blue apron. It'll save your fucking life. Save your dad. <laughs> Get him blue apron. So anyway, I'm serious. That was like a three minute long ad for blue apron, but I'm like, Oh my God, I'm going to say that next time. So check out this week's menu. Okay. 
and get your first three meals free with free shipping by going to blueapron.com slash GWF. Blue Apron, your dad's diabetes medicine won't be much as needed because he's eating fresh Blue Apron. And also a better way to cook. A better way to cook. <laughs> um, well, let's just get, get going. I am exhausted because I was woken up at 3.30 in the morning by Why? My, my boyfriend calling me after he went to a strip club in Ohio. Was he like, uh-uh. it was Awesome. I wish you were there. No, no, I was I was just I, Aww, he was like, I that he called you. Like, are you sleeping? And I was like, Yes. It's 3 30 in the morning. He goes, You just texted me. I go, Yeah. An hour and a half ago, I texted you. That <laughs> time flies when you're having fun with strippers. Just texted you doesn't work in the middle of the night. <laughs> it's not like it was noon and like, oh, you know, I was up. Did you answer? Uh the phone, yeah. Cause I thought and what do you say? Anytime someone calls me in the middle of the night, I'm like, oh, who died? Oh, a hundred percent. Who died? Yeah. <laughs> this is me. Because someone usually died, but no one died. No, no, thank God. No one died. And I was like, I'm going back to bed. And unless anyone died, I need to go back to bed. <laughs> Thanks so much. Uh let's read some fun. Fucker mail. Uh, the subject of this email is boss by day, closet housewife wannabe by night. Oh. Hello, Christina and Corinne. I have a question, one that I never asked anyone before, but let me give you a little background first. My 26th birthday is next uh, Friday. Today. Happy birthday. The 16th. Happy birthday. Uh, I am at the ripe age where everyone is getting married. I am thinking of my friend's weddings all the time and imagining my eventual, hopefully, wedding to my boyfriend. I'm very happy in my relationship and we've been together for four years this year. I work two jobs that I really enjoy, but my biggest desire in life isn't to be a CEO, director of merchandising, or any of those titles. I work in corporate retail. What I want is to be a full-time mother and a wife, a housewife. If you must, I realize being a mom isn't what uh, Johnson and Johnson baby commercials make it out to be, but that's what I want. I can't wait to be pregnant and raise a family. I love making my boyfriend happy. He's my best friend and doing something that makes him smile fills my heart with pride and joy. I also have a disabled widowed mother who needs part-time assistance and I could be there for her much more than I am now. Can I be a feminist and boss in the workplace while secretly having the desire to be a full-time mom? This question has put me in a strange place introspectively. Also, what does this mean about me as a woman? I feel like less of a feminist because of this. I almost think that because of my desire to raise my future family full time, I don't deserve to be ambitious in the workplace. My coworkers talk about stay at home moms as second class women, like Mm. they didn't try hard enough as failures. Why is that? And God forbid I say at work that I want children. I won't be making that mistake again. I was teased for briefly mentioning it for a week. Uh, I said, I like my job, not my coworkers. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I hear you. Uh, My manager at work is very supportive of me because I am very good at my job and professional in the workplace. I've earned every promotion offered and I am the rising star of the department. But the corporate life is not truly what I want in life. Being CEO wouldn't fulfill me like caring for my family would. As a side note, I realize I made it seem like I give my boyfriend a blowjob every time he gets home from work. That's not true. (laughs) We disagree just like every other couple and I don't have time for that shit every night. But he does the same things for me that I do for him. It's a two-way street in our relationship. He's an amazing boyfriend in person and he threw in a picture. Any advice you have would be appreciated. 
Sounds like a great plan for you. Yeah. I mean, I I, I wanted to read this email because I, I, to me and Christine, I think the answer was like super crystal clear. But I think a lot of people, especially in this day and age, do feel conflicted. Uh, being a Which f- is, that's weird. Yeah. If and, you want a, a mother, first of all, is a lot of fucking work. Well, I think the most feminist thing you can do is be true to yourself. That is so true. We should put that on a t-shirt. Yeah. So it's just like, if you, I think be, not being a feminist would be like, say looking around you and being like I need to be like these other women I see around me and be a CEO like there's so much comparison whether it be like occupation comparison a lot of body comparison uh that women uh have to experience and we end up like measuring ourselves against other people but just measure yourself against yourself at the end of the day you need to be happy and what's not feminist that i would consider is shitting on anybody for wanting to do something yeah you don't care if you want to be if you want to be a ceo or if you want to have five kids with a white picket fence and you take care of your mother and you are a wife then that's what you want like i i actually have I do remember I I kind of fight with somebody a long time ago because they were shitting on somebody for wanting to be like doing that, like having kids and and staying home. Like, but that's what they want to do. What the fuck is the problem with that? Yeah. To me, like like moms are like the military. Like, I'm not going to do it, but someone should do it. So you should do it. I believe the children are future. Who's going to have them? Yeah. Well, you seem like a great candidate. Yeah. I think that's great. And you also, you shouldn't feel ashamed. Like right, right now you are in retail and that's what you're doing and you're obviously excelling at it you shouldn't feel bad you shouldn't feel like oh i should move over to give someone else the opportunity like if they wanted to step up they should step up like yeah this is where you are in your life right now you obviously have to do a good job because like if you're gonna number one if you're gonna wake up put your clothes on brush your teeth in the morning like do the best at whatever it is you're doing i don't care if you're fucking making fries at mcdonald's i really appreciate that yeah fries are hot fries are fucking delicious and you make those fries yeah like the fucking best fryer yeah there's so there's just something so nice about someone who like loves their job and is good at it like it's like if you have even if you're in a shitty position just like do the best with your energy at that because you have to be there anyway exactly so you can either a do a good job or b do a bad job and if someone ever makes i don't know why people are making fun of you for wanting a family that's a little weird but Uh, i can see like you know sometimes like in in corporate situations when it's just like cutthroat like i think sometimes it's like perceived as a weakness yeah which is so crazy to me because uh, why is someone else doing what they want to do? Why is that weak? Yeah, no, I love I love it's watching moms weak. on Facebook. I have a I, I'm friends with a lot of great young moms on Facebook. Me too. My friend Mary is like a wonderful mom, and like I don't want to be a mom, but I love watching her experiences being a yeah. mom. I actually like that too. I really do like when my friends who have young kids like post pictures of their kids, and like it's like I kind of followed that kid since they were the my yeah. friend was pregnant with her, him or her, and it's really cool. It's so beautiful to see somebody like blossoming into like really loving being a mom and and sometimes it sucks and you don't love it all the time but you know yeah that's what it is and that's what facebook is cool for i think like sometimes like facebook instagram we're too busy comparing but i think it's just like a nice peek into somebody else's life especially a life that like i don't intend on having for myself i have a kind of a weird style life <laughs> and so i'm like okay they can see what it's like to be a stand-up comedian in new york and i can watch what it's like to, to have a baby raise a family yeah and get married like i have that's so foreign to me i have no idea what that's like i'm like oh this is really cool yeah to watch yeah and then you know people listening 
let's just stop judging <laughs> anybody who wants to do anything. Like I, I forgot how often I would used to hear like, Oh, you want to be a mom, a stay at home mom? Like, right. I, I think the discussions came up a lot when I was at, uh, in college at Marymount. And I remember going, who the fuck cares? Yeah. Don't judge people on what they want to be. Judge on, judge people on like, what kind of a job they're doing at whatever they decided to do. Yeah. I think that's an adequate, you know, yeah. way to judge. Whatever somebody. you do, and we all judge, do people, it well right? and love it. And if you don't like that, change it. Except for if you're a mom, you can't change that. So just write yeah. it out. I mean, you could, there's adoption <laughs> agencies, but you know, try. Just, yeah. Just but write, sometimes it's hard. that one out. <laughs> and postpartum can be a life ruiner. So, you know, um, so yeah, fuck what everyone else says. You'd be the best fucking mom. You can be whenever you want to be a mom. <laughs> This email, the subject line is sexually harassed, not once, but twice. Hi, I am a 19-year-old female. When I was 16, just about to turn 17, I had a boyfriend who was 23. We were together for three or four months. My parents didn't know we were together and they would have, uh, have disapproved hugely. We kept our relationship secret except for our closest friends. Everything was good. I really liked him until one day he decided to randomly end things. I was hurt but knew that it was probably for the best. A week or two after we ended, he texted me asking if we could talk and he would give me my stuff back. I agreed and I came to pick, uh, he came to pick me up and brought me back to his farm. <laughs> That's funny to me, I don't know why. He lived with his parents because he worked on the road. We were the only ones home. I started to talk about my feelings and he started trying to kiss me. I told him that's not what I wanted. He didn't listen to me and continued to try to kiss me. I said no and asked him to take me home. Again, he didn't listen and things only got worse. He held me down and forced me to have sex with him. I was crying and kept telling him to stop. He wouldn't listen. He was much bigger and stronger than me. So no matter how hard I tried, I just could not push him off. I ended up just shutting my eyes and crying until he was done. I felt so helpless and weak. After that, he took me home and never talked to me again. I tried to convince myself that since we had had sex before, it wasn't a big deal what had just happened. I knew deep down that I had just been raped, but I hate the word and I didn't want to admit it. I've never told any, I've never told this to anyone. I didn't want people to judge me or look at me, think of me differently. And I'm afraid they will judge me. Fast forward three years, I am now living in a different city. About three months ago, I was let go from my job. So I started looking for another job and found one that looked awesome. It was a receptionist position. I got a call for an interview, was super excited. I went to the interview and everything was awesome. The guy who interviewed me was kind of creepy, but I didn't think too much about it as I really needed the job. I got a call back for a second interview a few days later on Monday. Shortly after that call ended, I received a dick pic from an unknown number. I was pretty grossed out as I had no idea who sent it. And because I just saw a stranger's flaccid penis before 10 in the morning. Flaccid? People send flaccid dick pics. That's weird. I asked who the sender was and they sent back multiple messages saying wrong person, wrong number, sorry, etc. I was still grossed out, but decided to ignore it. That Thursday, I went to my interview. It was about 10 minutes into the interview when I noticed a list of numbers besides the computer. I instantly felt sick. I saw the number that sent the picture and realized that the person who had sent it was the creepy man interviewing me. I couldn't focus for the rest of the interview and did very poorly. I got a call the next day saying I didn't get the job, but the man asked me to be his nanny. I declined. Good call. To make matters worse, his boss and the owner of the company was his wife. I didn't feel like I could even face her. I didn't, I know I didn't do anything wrong at all, but I felt bad for her. 
I didn't know if I should tell anyone about the incident or just let it be. I decided to tell my sister and we talked about it for a while and decided to go to the police and labor board. Many people told me I was overreacting and that I should just, quote, let it go. I debated what to do, but realized if I if I let it go, he would think it's OK, which it is 100 percent not. I went to the police and was directed to the sex crimes unit and got set up with the detective. She was super helpful and so, so nice. She went and talked to the wife, confirming it was his number and everything. She sat down with them both and got the man to confess that he sent the picture to me on purpose. The wife was super upset. The detective also found out that he interviewed 11 other young girls, but due to laws in Canada against soliciting, we won't know if he did this to them as well unless they come forward. This was put on his record and his record was flagged. If he ever does something like this again, he'll be in big trouble. I'm currently still working with the labor board. I know a dick pic isn't, that's serious, but figuring out who sent it to me made me feel helpless and weak, just like my previous situation. Am I overreacting about everything? I can't talk to anyone because no one knows what happened before and why I feel so awful about this situation now. I feel like if I bring it up the rape from years ago, people won't care or will judge me. I also can't talk to my family about it because they don't even know I've had sex and they would be disappointed. They're super religious. I'm just not sure what to do and I feel awful about everything. I hope you read this and can reply with some advice. You guys are so empowering. I love listening. Thank you so much. P.S. The detective called me the day after and told me she was impressed with my detective skills and that I was smart. She asked me to talk uh, to come to talk to her sometime about looking into a career in the force and eventually becoming a detective. Coolest thing ever. Oh, that's neat. No, normally I would say no one's going to make you feel bad or not believe you for being right. Like that would be my typical reaction. Mm -hmm. But uh, no, you might run into that, which is really fucking sad. I feel like uh, I don't know why past week I've had. We get I say this all the time. We get an email about rape at least once a day. Mm -hmm. But like I've had friends who have close friends who were raped like mo like five, like five instances of rape have been talked about with my friends and I. And, and the thing that kills me, one of the guys, we ended up following on in, him on Instagram. Mm -hmm. she t the, my friend told me everything that happened. I was like, fuck. And they're like, yeah, he, he texted her the next day to was like this make recent? it, mm -hmm, uh -huh. to make it seem like it was consensual. Hey, I had fun last night. You want to hang right. out? And I, and we kind of looked it up, up on Instagram. I'm like, wow, that dude is just walking around. Yeah. Just fucking walking around. Like nothing, like he's not in trouble for anything. And I'm like, I wonder what he's thinking. So really good call and reporting. You are not overreacting at all. Yeah. At all. Well, because the thing in this case, I think I think these these incidents like this are rarely isolated. Rarely. So, and as this girl, this gr yeah. guy interviewed 11 other younger girls. Right. Probably did that to them as well. Yeah. And so it's just like and also it's like, is this just going to be a guy who sends dick pics or is this something that's going to escalate into something more serious? Yeah. So it's like nip things in the bud before they become a bigger problem than they need to be. Like, is it like. I, you know, obviously like this, uh, triggered something in you based off uh, a separate experience, but that doesn't matter. Like this is a professional guy. You were in a professional environment. He did something inappropriate, made you feel uncut. He yeah. fucked up your interview. I'm not, I'm not saying that he should, you know, spend, you know, months in jail, but he obviously, he absolutely like the labor department should be aware of it. 
and they are he now. Shouldn't be a person who can hire people. Yeah, and he's he's not he's not a person that should be around young women. No, he shouldn't. Yeah, exactly. Sure. And the fact that he has his record is flagged because you said mm-hmm. something. That means that when it does happen the next time, and I'm I would not be surprised if it did. They'll yeah. look at his record and go, "Oh, he's a repeat offender." So the the you know. I, I was I, I don't know why rape has been like such a comp like I've read an article about um, rapes that were uh, deemed not false. There was another word for it, another adjective for it. And uh, not rapey enough. Yeah, exactly. It wasn't rapey <laughs> enough. But BuzzFeed, I love BuzzFeed when they do these investigative stories, uh, did an article about the Baltimore Police Department. And they actually looked into some of the rapes that were declared like not really a rape. Mm-hmm. And there was no follow up by the detective uh, after the initial statement of the victim coming forward saying I was raped. And that was it. Mm-hmm. And one of the people that had raped this girl ended up going to jail years down the road for like a burglary or some other crime. And that oh, rape wasn't on his record. He was OJ'd. Yeah. Okay. The rape wasn't on his record because the officer, the officer said, and I quote, and this is not an exaggeration. She didn't try to resist hard enough was oh in the report. God. And there's a link to the report. Wow. It's like, dude, there's a huge fucking problem happening in this world with rape. And I don't know how to fucking solve it, but God damn it. Mm-hmm. I feel like every day, at least five times, somebody's, I'm either reading a horrible article about rape, somebody's emailing us about rape, or one of my friends is saying someone they are very close with got raped. It yeah. is, it is so fucked up. So I think what we uh, can do, one small thing, it, it isn't a small thing, it's a big thing, because I understand why someone would not want to report it. But reporting this stuff, even though you do face the uh, challenge of a police officer saying you didn't resist hard enough mm-hmm. or whatever, whatever dumb bullshit he or she would say. Uh, not all cops are bad, but I mean, can you, can you go in and ask for a female police officer? I don't know. I don't know, but uh, I in think those, you should be able to in that pr- particular case where it was cited that she didn't resist hard enough. Uh, a person who is a police officer that is trained to work with sexual assault victims never contacted her. Wow. And that's that has to happen. Like she has to be in, kept be in touch so she could be provided with resources. Yeah. So anyway, the fact that you are not overreacting and the fact that you reported this is major. I think that's a huge help. It's a huge help to other women who mm-hmm. would potentially fall victim to this fucking asshole. Yeah. And and maybe not want to say anything. So uh, and it's also like just a wake up call to that individual person to kind of stop things and be like, so that guy now knows, hey, what I'm doing is wrong. Yeah. And I need to stop doing this. Otherwise, I'm going to get in big trouble. Like sometimes that's all people need. Exactly. And no one is getting punished. It broke Turner. Oh, no one is getting punished. They're just walking around free. It's I know some people are getting punished for. Well, I mean, Brock Turner's name is ruined. He needs to change his whole identity. So, (sighs) yeah. I, I, I don't I don't get what I don't get it. I don't know. I anyway, uh, you're not overreacting and uh, you did everything right. And I'm so sorry that this has happened to you twice. I'm, I'm so sorry. But uh, yeah, well, and obviously, you. obviously, yeah, obviously the incident with your ex, the rape. Yeah, that is, was a rape is uh, still affecting you. So, I mean, I think maybe if you can't talk to anyone that you know about it, you definitely need to talk to someone about it. Because the fact that, like, you wrote us and this is the first time you t- you're you telling uh, anyone about it years later, like, and it's and it's yes. still affecting th- other things in your life. Absolutely. Go just talk to a therapist about it. it yeah. It's... That would be really helpful yeah. in, in trying to connect some thoughts or, or getting clarity on something. I don't know. I just think it would really, it would really help yeah. to talk to somebody who has dealt with these issues before. And talk to people who have who have been victims of this horrible, right. very, 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 very common crime. Yeah. And, uh, you know, everyone listening, if you're having sex with someone and they say no or stop, 
stop. stop. No questions stop. asked. You got to stop. It doesn't matter. Stop. It doesn't matter if it's your girlfriend, your wife, your boyfriend, your husband. It doesn't matter if you have had sex a hundred times before. It doesn't matter if it's the first time you have to stop. You can't. You just end don't. of the story. And when you don't stop, that's rape. Yeah. So and that's it. Don't. Yeah. Super easy. Get consent. All right. Okay. Clear. Uh, capiche? Uh, yeah. Uh, so guys, we have a very fun guest today. Um, and we woke up super early to do this interview because it's the only time we could get him. And he woke me up with a text message of a very sweet email that he had written to the podcast in 2014. And I want to read it in the intro. Oh, that's so cute. Uh, it's March 13th, 2014. The email is dated and it's a great for first podcast. Hey girls, I just listened to your first podcast and loved it. Great job. Keep them coming. I think you are hitting a lot of topics. Not a lot of people want to touch one day. I hope I can be a guest. Anyway, you got yourself a fan. And today that is coming true. He's not just like someone who wrote in. He's a comic that we know, but we didn't know him. We haven't known him very long. Christina just met him Very funny. He's very funny. He's very interesting. And uh, he's going to make you laugh, but also like make you think. Yeah, make you think. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, please give it up for Tony Brooklyn. You gotta fight your own battles. Gotta fight until it's done. You gotta beat your own demons. Gotta beat until you've won. And I'll tell you now that I won't be the one to hold the gun, but I for sure will be your baby and I'll kiss you when it's done. something we've never done before yeah, yeah. and it's well, well a couple of things i was like we're doing a lot of things we've never done before <laughs> it's 10 49 a.m yeah, yeah that's a weird like timed we've Earliest, never recorded this guys we fucked on record i mean i think we've like gone into the wee hours of the night like so at 2 a.m i would be but, such a good but that's, good person to have on at two in the morning i'm well, like a firecracker it. at two in the morning yeah well, you're time. what into at two in the morning a firecracker, firecracker. oh I, I thought you said i'm a defined cracker at two in the morning i'm like <laughs> the fuck does that mean tony brooklyn i think we just made that up you just teaching now me mad new words <laughs> and we're also um having a celebratory vodka spritzer mm, <laughs> we yeah. asked tony hey can i get you anything to drink maybe water and he goes vodka and i was like well i do have tito's and excellent look at you man what a fun person we just follow the guests you know whatever the guest does we make we 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 make it so i think that's the way to go yeah 
Absolutely. So uh, what's your fucking deal? What's, what's my deal? <laughs> yeah. That's a very broad question. Where'd you grow up? One hour. Now. Where you're from? How was your mom? Was your dad cool? Uh, uh, no, my pops was a piece of shit. My Damn. mom's all right. She's a little off in the head, though. I think she's like bipolar or something. She's never been diagnosed, but I'm pretty sure. <laughs> you Tony Brooklyn diagnosed? Yeah, I diagnosed them myself. <laughs> You've been Tony Brooklyn diagnosed. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, well, I'm actually Ukrainian. Mm-hmm. Oh, you yeah. look Ukrainian. Yeah, in the face. Yeah. And we're judging that by the, other, the one other Ukrainian person we know, Boris Hyken. Yeah. Uh, does he look like me? You guys kind of look a little bit similar, maybe. You're uh, both white and have round faces. You're, yeah, you're both. I look at you. So Ukrainian. Yeah. I'm like you're white, but something else is Some, up. Something's not there. Yeah, so I'm, I'm sure factory Ukrainian. factory made white. That's what I am. That's what I like. Well, we were talking. You look kind of like an ethnic Kid Rock, <laughs> but like a white ethnic. Oh wow, that's no. I haven't heard that one. I put well, your picture away. You're welcome. Thanks. I'm not even sure what Kid Rock looks like. He's really? that guy still around? He's handsome. Right. He I guess, is. So is that a compliment? Though? Oh, it's I, okay. No, apparently. I, I mean, he's he's trailer chic, but I think he's. Uh, I'm if, sorry. What the fuck did you just? If we were trailer chic, if we, I was lived in a trailer park, I think Kid Rock would be one the of the best guy. looking pe- per- people uh, at the trailer a, park. He's the hottest yeah, guy at yeah. the trailer park, but one of the reasons why he looks like he's the hottest guy at the trailer park is because he has a long hair. He has long hair, which I like past his tits, so that you don't have. But I, you both have like a Ukrainian flair <laughs> to your face. Okay. <laughs> you got to pick one. Either I look like trailer trash or <laughs> i said trailer sheet she did, tony right. that's very different tony this yeah. podcast is oh. about loving yourself so do you love yeah. yourself i love myself very often very is, is that, that a, a masturbation, masturbation joke <laughs> yeah you guys are quick with the jokes Look i know that. we're morphing into the same person uh, how often do you jerk it uh, as many times as i can <laughs> But wait, I try to like beat my record. You're married though, yeah, correct? Yeah. And yeah. you live with your wife, right? Yeah. So how <laughs> and with neighbors? How and why are you jerking off so much? Well, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's the title. Uh, one doesn't necessarily have to, you know. Like I could jerk off and be married. I could have sex and still jerk off. But we we're actually we haven't been. Uh, the sizzle isn't there. We're fighting right now. Oh, oh. Yeah. I mean, for like for you just had a fight like for this like, morning or for like, like a, the for... past month and a half. Oh, a month long. Yeah. Well, yeah. how long have you been married for? It's going to be two years, October 9th. How long have you been together total? I know for about six years. Or so. Okay. So we've been on and off for six years. We got married two years ago. But and so is this the longest period that you guys have been fighting during your marriage? Yeah, I think so. But it's it's when you pass each other in the hallway. Are you like. No, no, it's not like that. We talk. We, I mean, I don't really. It's weird because she's been out of work for almost a month now, so she's been home. Mm. Oh. I've been working and doing comedy, so she's like bored and she's, you know. She's, yeah, it's also tense. I mean, like when someone loses their job, I feel like they. It's it's like kind of a knock to your ego, and you're also confined to the same space. Yeah, more often than you normally are. So that would make me nuts. I mean, when Stephen and I. We fucking fought so hard when Hurricane Sandy happened and he had to move his desk upstairs in the living room. I hated him mm. for three months. So. Yeah, and you're not even married, right? I'm not even yeah. married. Imagine if you fucking, <laughs> nah, it's legal. That's an expensive <laughs> breakup. It was <laughs> Divorce is just an expensive <laughs> breakup, right? It's, well, I don't know yet. I'm, I'm looking forward to my first divorce. <laughs> Are you like, are you planning that? No, or? no, it's inevitable. I'm a piece of shit. There's no way she's going to stay with me. All right, let's start there. Yeah. yeah. How are you a piece of shit? Oof. Uh, well, I was born in 1988. And, um, <laughs> and the rest and, is downhill. 1988? Yeah. 1988. Okay. Yeah, I'm only... I was like, mm, no, Tony broke that I'm taking that vodka away from you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. 
Do I look that young? 19? No. Oh, and yeah. I was like, hey, maybe you're drinking a lot of water. I, uh, <laughs> no, I was, I don't know. I got kicked out of like first grade and then second grade in Ukraine. So like, Whoa. I, was, I was a piece of shit. I was like, yeah. Wait, is it harder or? It's got to be hard to get kicked yeah, out and of. It's, and in- it's in Ukraine, it's like, uh, it's like, uh, you really got like you dishonor up. your family and shit. Like oh, everybody shit. knows. And in like, the first grade, you dishonored your family. <laughs> yeah, 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 it's weird. Because oh, no. everybody like had you dishonor your family. Everybody had real high hopes for me. Because like my on my grandparents' side, they're both doctors. On one side, on the other side. Sorry. Go ahead. Well, you can't. Is it, it was a little echoey because um, the mic was pointed up. Um, and then on the other side, my grandparents were like engineers and a teacher. So they had, they had real high hopes for me. And then I, and then I turned out to be. But first grade, I mean, yeah. well, what'd you do in first grade? So I elbowed the kid. We were warming up in, in uh, PT. We were running around in a circle and he kept stepping on my shoes. So I stopped real fast and I elbowed them in the stomach and I had to bring like an amp. I like ruptured something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they had to bring an ambulance. It was a big deal. Like the whole school was like, what the fuck? I feel like that would have gone okay. Like if you just elbowed someone and didn't rupture something, everything would have been fine. Maybe, yeah. But because you because weren't such a failure a, at your elbowing, he's such a, he's such everyone a weak suffers. Piece of shit. Now, yeah, yeah you got to get shit thing. for being a very accomplished elbower. Right. <laughs> That's not fair, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think I, what think I deserved a little bit more. I don't fucking know. Oh my God. Something important, of, he, apparently. He was yeah. out of school for like two weeks. Well, so was I. I was, just, I was out indefinitely. Just hanging out at home. Yeah. And then the sec- on in second grade, I took a couple of uh, cherry bombs. Uh, <laughs> Charity went- bombs? Cherry bombs. Oh, okay. Charity bombs. I was like, what is that, that when you, d- you know, <laughs> it's when you jump in a pool for the homeless or something? <laughs> I took cherry bombs and I put them in, you know, those little draining pipes on the side of buildings? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I stuffed them in, in the thing and it when it exploded, it shattered the windows in like three floors. Because the the, the so pipe was a terrorist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Second grade, we have a yeah. Ukrainian terrorist on the podcast. I am so today. honored to have you in my living room, and I always want you on my good side. <laughs> and then we immigrated here. My mom thought I was going to be a doctor. <laughs> so, Still? Yeah, she's. That's why I said she's a little off. In, the, <laughs> in that she believes in her son. Yeah. Well. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I don't, yeah. I was gonna say, I was like, that doesn't sound like bipolar. That sounds like unconditional has, love. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, at, at some point, it's a little delusional. You know what I mean? I was in military school and I dropped out of college three times. Yeah, but you can't give up on someone in the second grade. Yeah. That's the that's kind of the problem with America because we do stuff like she that. She wasn't there. She was already here. I was with my grandparents. Okay. She was in the states. I was in Ukraine. Whose decision okay. oh. was it to go to military school? Oh, I kind of had no choice. I was court ordered to go. Court, you can be court ordered yeah. to go to military yeah. school. The, the government. <laughs> what? Wow, I am learning so much actually, about my country right now. It was right actually now. a really good deal. I because uh, I was in juvie, I was in bridges, and I was like a super reduced sentence. So I, wait, what did you get? What did you do to get, get into juvie? Ah, uh, that I don't think I want to talk about. Oh, he was like so <laughs> glad you asked. Did it involve? <laughs> It was a fight. It was, oh, it was just right. a bad fight. With another a... person with a penis? Yeah. Oh, I don't care. Yeah, no, Wait, no, is no, anyone no. dead? No. Okay. Mm, oh. No. <laughs> if they died, it was from wounds and it happened a while after. Yeah. If, it, yeah, if yeah. they died, it's because they were I, weak. I don't know so. if they're like, I wasn't in contact. They might be dead. Right. But when you left like, the scene of the crime. No, they were alive. They were alive. Yeah. Okay. You didn't get charged with murder. So you're no, fine. No. <laughs> oh, my goodness. How's prison? Uh, terrible. How long were you in there? Uh, well, juvie. I mean, like, months. what's the difference between juvie six and six months? And so three prison. months longer than Brock Turner. Oh gosh! And you didn't rape anybody. Wow! Nope, didn't rape America. Anybody. So yeah, what? But yeah, what's wait? So what's the? Di- I mean, obviously, juvie is for younger people. Yeah. But is what is there differences in the environment or how you're treated? I would assume so. And I was never in, in big boy jail. 
I was, <laughs> I well, I did spend some time in Rikers during transferring. What? No, but it was like it was like a couple of hours or whatever. So okay. I don't, I don't really know. But I would assume so. I know that Bridges shut down a couple of years after I was there because the conditions were so bad. Like the seals used to beat the shit out of the kids. Oh wow. The Navy SEALs? Not the Navy. No, the guys, the prison guards. Oh, 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 oh. The like, Navy why are the Navy SEALs, SEALs beating the shit out of kids? <laughs> what are they doing? Damn, there? America's fucked up. No. So, okay. Military school was the shit. I fucking loved military school. I ran that motherfucker. Okay, so you were also kind of a terrorist. <laughs> okay. Now, everyone was my bitch. Yeah. I, well, <laughs> it, the way you said that makes me seem like, like think that everyone was scared of you. Uh, not everybody. People who had a reason to be scared of me were scared of me. What would, what would be a reason to be scared well, of you? The way it works is school? you get there and it's based on rank. The majority of the school is ran by the kids. Ah. And then you get rank. You get uplets, you get a rank, and you're in charge of a certain amount of people. And so you get there, you're a new cadet. You don't have any rank. So everybody's in charge of you. And okay. that didn't really sit well with me. So what I did was I started a boxing club. And anybody who had a problem with me, because I didn't like to take order. To take orders, like do the orderlies, like clean the toilets. Like I'm not cleaning toilets, bro. What the fuck is this? I would fight them. And you got away with that? Yeah. By by making a, up a boxing club. I was, wow. You brilliant I was, uh, man. I was. Uh, I had an affair with the commandant's daughter, who was uh, 36 at the time. How old were you? I was 18. Yeah, Tony Brooklyn. Oh my! How how does an 18 year old woo a 36 year old in jail? No, oh, no it was military, military school. school military yeah. School. Oh yeah, cause yeah, yeah. More freedom. She then. was so she was the forensic <laughs> science teacher. She was the swim coach and the tennis coach. And oh, she was the very well daughter. rounded. I was gonna yeah. say the Benjamin Franklin of military school. <laughs> <laughs> and Ooh. it's a girl. Yeah. Oh yay, women. Well, the school was co-ed actually, so I had a ch- yeah. So, so I you a, could bang in the school. I mean, I'm I sure mean, it wasn't could, like yeah. encouraged. Yeah, no, it was definitely frowned upon. <laughs> wow. So yeah. then, and would guys come that would make you want you to like clean the toilet? Would they come to show up at your boxing club to like try and fight you? Yeah. And you would you win? Yeah. I had I have 13 consecutive knockout wins. Oh my god. That's what this is for. You see that scar? Scar, yeah. Yeah. Those are the 13 little cigarette burns. Wait. Oh, so when you, you get cigarette every, every, after every fight that I won, I put one out on your so wait, own arm. You yeah. won the fight, which is a good thing. Right. But then you put a cigarette out on your. Yeah, skin. I'm not saying it makes complete sense. No. I'm just saying that's something. Well, he just you just don't want to get too cocky, I right. guess. Yeah. So yeah. you guys, that's that's you also, bringing yourself back down to earth. Every what? time, a every time we have a good set, we should you burn a cigarette so. on our arm. <laughs> you would think so, but actually, what it does is it scares people off because now they know how many. You're times fucking I, nuts. How many times I won? Oh. Oh, it's like, it's kind of like, hey, Arnold, like, don't hit it's me. It's just like, hey, I'm, Arnold. I, I, I'm crazy. <laughs> do, 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 That's do. exactly like Well, that. actually, you do kind of remind me of, like, the guy who owns his apartment on Hey Arnold. Yes, because he's Ukrainian, actually. Mm, yep. Mm. Well, shout out to whoever created Hey Arnold. You did a great job. We know <laughs> two Ukrainian Arnold. people, and it's spot on. <laughs> so, so your experience at military school, you kind of sound like you ran the joint. Yeah, it was the best time I ever. I didn't want to leave. And were you, but you were, it's like, from what you've told us so far, it seems like you didn't um, take Follow. advantage of your power and use it for evil. No, no, no. I just, you I used just it for order and good. To, yeah. I just wanted people, because a lot of the times it just wasn't fair. Somebody was being a dick to a kid and just because they had the uplet, just because they had outranked them, like mm-hmm. a captain would fuck with somebody. And I said, let's settle it like men, basically. Beat the shit out of each other. Yeah. Fight, fight. And I would, I would, I would be there for the fight. I wouldn't, you know. Nobody so really be, got hurt. Like, 
couple like some some kids got their broke nose broke nose and their nose broken. Uh-huh. Um, but other than that, like it was minor shit. Men are so weird. Why are you guys like fighting all the time? It's a stress reliever. And but just <laughs> masturbate. <laughs> yeah, that's a, is it, it more of a stress is fighting more of a stress reliever than masturbation? Probably, yeah, because you go into like that fight or flight thing. Yeah. I would imagine. Everything becomes real instantly. Jerking off, you everything becomes real after you come. You you come and everything comes flooding back like oh shit. Like life. Like this okay. is this is real life right uh, now. Ma's knocking on my door. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Nothing. Got, I got a parking ticket. That's true. I mean, like, yeah, masturbation is kind of taking you like on a journey. Like it's like a oh, magic yeah. carpet ride for your pussy or your dick or your dick. Yeah. Okay. I get it. I it, well, a lot of times after I masturbate, I'm like, ugh, that was dumb. And then I'm like, what? Yeah. I gotta do yeah. so much shit. Or I'm like, I'm starving. <laughs> One of the two. I don't think I've ever went, I'm starving. Really? After no. masturbating? No, because I just went through a whole bunch of sick shit in my head and food isn't really. I mean, like what kind of, what yeah. What do you think of when you masturbate? Now that you bring it up. I mean. Oh, man. I don't know. I Porn porn pretty, pretty much ruined me. Like huge anal gaping, shit like that. What do you like about anal gaping? Because that shit freaks yeah, me it, it the is fuck yeah. out, <laughs> dude. Agree. Wait, so wait, just, just like, have you seen that? I have not seen this. So okay, can you, well, I mean, I have an idea from the title. It's when a female puts her tushy up in the air like she just don't care. But then she she probably has like has had a butt plug in her butt or something because her asshole uh-huh. is a, like a dilated, huge, pretty, pretty yeah. OK, a dilated asshole. OK, ain't nothing cute about a dilated asshole. In my book, however, I do not. I am. I'm not banging chicks right yeah so what do you true. find attractive about a dilated ass? i don't know i always enjoyed circles i don't know how to answer that question what do you mean love shapes i just i just i don't know it's I an impulsive thing fascinating I that i mean it's a, I, I find it fascinating that he could do that I, it, I, it is but that the human body is cool sight. well i don't know butts and like i like i like when girls stick their butts up in the air I do too in but. porn i mean i've never seen uh i have to now google this when we are done with the podcast but i kind of want to google image one as long as you can't get a reaction live on air but as long as you can't like see like the poop inside I, you can't I'm see f- that no. yeah i'm kidding it's, it's porn like, it's all clean. They, they fucking and that's that what i'm saying out. i'm like they ho- they hosed her off yeah. they hosed her well she yeah. hosed herself off i hope but <laughs> <laughs> i don't know how conditions are well i mean if your butt's up in the air and then you have a little yeah. spot i would be like oh can someone i've got I, a little I did something, theater. Something. you can hose this <laughs> i I'm see uh two feet up into your anus uh yellow something <laughs> a little smudge <laughs> Do have you ever been uh, in the physical presence of a gaping asshole? I have not. No. Are you bummed about that? I. You know what? Because porn overpromises, man. Something. Yeah. Something about porn. Something about the fantasy. I think is more hot than in real life. Yeah. Because I don't think you'd. I mean, unless I'm with that, a porn star right. who's cleaned herself out. What if your wife wanted to do it? Clean herself out. I. I doubt that. I doubt she would. But if she did. Well, then I'm down. If she would. What would you stick your dick in it? Or you Probably, just look yeah. at it? Well, I mean, if it's right it? there, why would I just, what would I do? Take pictures of it? Maybe. <laughs> That's a feat. Are these, wait, are these assholes so gaping that like your dick could easily fit in? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just like, yeah. just like it's fall a, it's in. It's like 
perfectly like it, you, you could like lose a golf ball down there you, <laughs> you could lose a golf ball there I'm, for I'm pretty sure. sure we could find something with golf balls and gaping anuses right Wait. now oh really yeah i think i'm thinking Do you want to look done. for it on your phone you you said it, it on mine. like you know it existed but you didn't want to let us know that you had already googled i'd already that. seen it yeah, yeah yeah i know for a fact, he's, know for a fact. he's like somewhat i have a inkling <laughs> oh my god that's really, really. I I love learning so things. <laughs> I mean, like I, you know, I knew buttholes got big. I thought oh, that, I thought this was to... more like in the um, male gay community, though. And if you're, you know, if you're listening to this episode you some... and you're a child, you're a young person, just don't don't Google us, all right? <laughs> yeah, just sometimes don't. we we say things to protect you. Yeah, we do the hard core research so you don't have to. <laughs> this is a one not to do podcast, and believe me, I wish when I was fifteen. That some twenty-eight-year-old would be like, "Don't Google gaping assholes, Christina. You're not gonna like." Have it. you seen? Have you seen the prolapse? No, that's. Do you think that's hot? No. Oh, good God! Oh my God! Yes, gaping yeah. assholes. I'm, I'm. I keep it. Oh my God! I don't even want to look. Your face is priceless. It's not right that now. bad. Wow, you can handle a lot, Corinne. Yeah. It's just not visually. That, it's not that bad, but I mean, like, there's one here. That, I mean, one of them's probably infected or something. It's Google Images. Well, this this one they can't all be perfect. This one right here kind of looks like someone like animated something. Like it doesn't <laughs> like a mouth. It looks like like photoshopped it. Like the Bermuda Triangle or something. Like, <laughs> like you're just like, oh, I'm on a voyage. Hang on. There, the That's one, a voyage. There's one. I mean, I, I think it's this is just shows number one. Everyone's a unique so, snowflake and. <laughs> So, like, th- this one's not that wide. Oh, it's so wide, dude. It's so big. I'm just, I'm fascinated. It's so wide. I'm and how do you get fascinated? Do by they, this. in the videos, do they put a Whoa. butt plug in? There's a man's room. Yeah, they do a whole bunch of shit. They put a butt plug, a fist. A I, fist? Seen a, I seen a foot go in there before. A foot? You've seen a foot go in a butthole? Yeah. And what did you, th- what were you thinking inside your head? I can't believe As the foot this. was going into the butt. And there's not really a coherent thought that's in, it's really, <laughs> yeah. I I'm not imagine. thinking like, hmm, that's interesting. I should, huh. jerk, you know what I mean? Wow. <laughs> right. Okay. Oh, oh God. I don't even, uh, it's not it, as bad it, as it I thought out. it was going to be, but yeah, it's a little, it looks, it looks like it's like a part of a horror film and, and someone like special effects it. It no. doesn't look real. It's like cabin in the woods, but in my asshole. Right. <laughs> cabin in my asshole. <laughs> cabin in my asshole. Ooh. Oh, poor title. That's Uh-oh. free. You, you guys could take it. You guys uh, want to go into production? All you Silicon Valley listeners or wherever <laughs> they shoot porn. Oh my gosh. So what, what did, yeah. when was the first time you had sex? Uh, I was young. I was young. It was in Ukraine. The first time I- Ukraine? Yeah, it was in Ukraine, Ukraine, but it was the second, no, no, I wasn't in the first or second grade. I went back. Oh, okay. It I was wasn't, like, Good yeah, God. it wasn't that early. No. Um, the first time I had vaginal sex uh, was at a, actually at a camp. I went to, to a camp in Ukraine. I was there for a couple months and it was with a much older lady. She was 21 at the time. I was like 13, 14, something. Whoa. Like that. Okay. Is I that came, illegal came, in Ukraine? Probably, yeah. <laughs> wow, even Ukraine makes that. That's fucked up. I don't really know the laws over there, but I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Apparently, yeah. you don't. Now, you said the first time you had vaginal sex, yeah, well, as if you'd had anal prior. No, it wasn't anal. I had, Oral? I got head oh. before that. Oh, okay. So wait, so and you said you came when you were like thirteen or fourteen. Okay, yeah. that's fine. And then, but then- uh, but nothing came out. <laughs> oh, really? Had you yeah. master you masturbated? I have before? masturbated before, so I knew it was gonna come, but I didn't know it was gonna. I like came and like. Two pops or something like that. I'm just so how how does a 13 year old having sex with a 21 year old woman like that's 
that's like having sex with a child. Like, how did you even get that to happen? I mean, uh, first of all, what kind I was of game the, you rock, I was Tony? the yeah, I was the shit. Is what happened. I was the fucking shit. And I the mean, urine. describe. Go into more detail. Like, you how were you the shit? It was something with her. They, I, couldn't, I couldn't have possibly said anything that she was like. I want to fuck that kid. I think she was like. <laughs> I want to fuck that kid regardless. Yeah. She was probably like, like there was something wrong. Like with a her. pedophile. Probably. Is that pedophile? Or a he- I think that pedophile. Yeah. Yeah. Is it thirteen? I mean, fourteen. It's a hepophile. Yeah. That's fucked up. I didn't, I didn't know there was subsections to this shit. There is. But, well, there's one if you're like interested in teenagers, and then one if you're interested in like children, like four prepubescent. Like, you know, mm. we, we like to group like stuff to you know to lessen the shame. So. <laughs> okay. So, after you had sex with her, what happened? Be like, gotta go, bye. Like, did you never see her again but after so, the camp? So what happened was we almost got caught. So I came, I pulled out, and I, I, I was panicking. I was like, holy shit, that was really fast. And then somebody opened the door. So I kind of got away with the with the really quick, uh, non-satisfying uh, the other lady. And so we kind of brushed it off and we didn't talk about it. Yeah, they're like, surely this 21-year-old woman isn't fucking this 13-year-old boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So no one thought anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nothing weird gotta, here. Everybody, <laughs> nobody lost their job. <laughs> I stayed in the camp. Oh, my God. Wow. That's, oh, have you always just been attracted to older women? It's I don't think so, no. But you just, do you just have game with kind of every, every age? Type of yeah, I suppose. I don't know. I, I've never thought of it as game. I don't think I have game. I don't think that's what you got is. a Ukrainian charm. Yeah. Well, what is it like? How do, what, when you're interested in a woman before you were married, like how do you get someone to come home with you? Um, I don't know. Talk to them. <laughs> Ooh, I didn't like. Tell me more. Thing. Yeah, yeah. No, I really don't. I don't have a pickup line. That's good. I don't think I, I don't go on the based on looks. I don't. I've never been like, hey, <laughs> I don't care what you look like. I don't really care what you're doing with your life. <laughs> I don't know. I find somebody interesting. Yeah, we hung out and then something happened. Nice. I never had game. I really never did. And well, I, still I think your your like your not need for game is your game. Exactly. The the reverse psychology. It's like he doesn't yeah. even want me. That's so fucked up. I'm gonna try and fuck him. <laughs> yeah, you're like girls just are a weird, chill man. Guy. I, I've I've dated some hot girls, man. I dated uh, a trapeze artist from Cirque du Soleil. Ooh, did yeah. she do some crazy trapeze shit so, on your dick? Yeah, she was very flexible. Really? My mother was in love with the show. She was Ukrainian. Mm, and wow. my, she was blonde, Ukrainian, skinny, and she was she actually <laughs> she wasn't check, she wasn't checklist. she wasn't my type. I like dark hair, big ass girls. Yeah, but mm. there's something about her. So Corinne, yeah, <laughs> hey, oh, uh, yeah. She, but it was she was the first girl to ever break up with me, oh, not the bummer. other way around. And it, and for the first time, it was the most horrible fucking breakup. Was it because she was so hot? No, it was the way she did it. So we were dating for about eight months or so. She lived in Canada. She lived in Montreal. And okay. I lived here. So she would, she would do shows here and I would go up to visit her. So it was kind of a long distance type thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, whatever it was, three years ago on New Year's, I was supposed to go meet her parents for the first time. So I go out there and it was a blizzard. So I had to cancel my bus tickets. I had to take the train up. The train got delayed. It took me like something like nine hours to fucking get there. Mm-hmm. I get there, I meet all her best friends, whatever, whatever. We spend the night, we go out. To, so this is a couple of days before New Year's. Mm-hmm. And then something's off. She's not talking to me. She's, you know, she's kind of ignoring me. Then we go out and she breaks up with me the day before New Year's, the day before I'm supposed to meet her parents. And she said, you have to leave in the morning. I don't want you to meet my dad. Why? And her, and her whole thing was, uh, she said, I'm trying to quote her here. 
She said, I don't feel it anymore. Something, uh, something along the lines of, I don't feel it anymore. And I was like, you couldn't have fucking texted me and said, hey, maybe don't, don't come up in yeah, this blizzard. Maybe don't come and spend all this money. I bought gifts for like her parents and Aww, shit. I bought her jewelry. That's really and then sweet. She was like, yeah. And then she was like, yeah, you got to leave in the morning. And I was like, what the fuck did you just say? Like in the morning? Cold hearted. Yeah, it was really bad. Wow. Yeah. And did you ever talk to her after that? Yeah, a couple of times. I saw she was here, I don't know, like a year ago I saw her. Was she like, hey, Tony? I'm yeah, well, back. like a couple of months after that, she she Skyped me and she said, I made a mistake. Let's get back together. And I was what? like, no, you fucking psycho. Are you kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> not, not doing that. That's mean. Well, but maybe yeah. you cry. Huh? Did you cry? I did cry. I would fucking cry. Yeah, that I cried sucks. on the spot, too. Oh. Yeah. Well, I like that. I wouldn't expect that from you, but I, you're in touch with your emotions. It That's was great. That's I don't wonderful. know. That's your game. <laughs> yeah, yes. I'm the sensitive guy. <laughs> Seriously, that'll get you no, late. I cried. I was, uh, first of all, I was outraged. I was like, so frustration, tears. Frustrated. Yeah. And I was like, she goes, Yeah, Angry. you could call me a bitch. I'm like, You're not a bitch. You're a monster. You fucking made. I spent like $2,000. <gasps> oh my gosh. I spent $2, like $2,000 on the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty bad. What kind of gifts did you get her parents? Uh, and could you return them? Did you remember the receipt? No, I fucking I left Shit. everything there, yeah. Oh. But that's a good move because that, that makes them mood. feel extra bad. Yeah, because yeah. it's like you're being a little bit like, here, you get this gift anyway, you nah. fucking monster. <laughs> wow. I would bad. go I would go psychotic, I think, if that happened to me. <laughs> I, just, I just downed it with alcohol. But the, the worst part, I think, was my mom... My mom was like, what did you do when I came home early? Oh, and it wasn't you at yeah. all. Yeah, she was like, what did you do? I'm like, what the? F what are you talking about what I did? Why do you think I did something? She oh, goes, so I know you. Unconditional yeah. love ended yeah, yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did yeah. you listen to any one particular song to help you cope? Breakup song? Uh, we all got them. Mm, at least I, I don't did. think so. Or like, yeah, I mean, maybe. I what don't kind of music do you like? I'm a 90s hip hop guy. Nice. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. What's the craziest thing you've ever done for love other than that? That was pretty. But you didn't know she was going to break up the with you. The craziest thing I've ever done for love. Murder's okay. Yeah, I mean, you could be honest. <laughs> no, this I is a safe space. Anybody. No one's listening. I don't know. <laughs> I, mean, I chased the girl uh, for like close to six months. Before, before military school, I was in Edward R. Murrow High School. And we went to high school together. And... Uh, she was very reluctant. I know her for a long time too, but she was very reluctant to date me because I wasn't like the cool kid. I was like, I was like taking kids' lunch money and shit. You know you what I mean? You took kids' like, lunch yeah. money. You are like a <laughs> yeah. movie the, bully. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Except skinny and smart somehow. <laughs> and humble. <laughs> but so I chased her for about six months. I kept asking around. I brought her flowers and I finally got her. And, and then I broke her heart a couple of years later. And, uh, well, a couple of years later, that's yeah. okay. That's okay. No. You're not going to stay. Usually the odds of staying with somebody you met in high school are very slim. Well, and also, and what happened? Did she not live up to the expectation? Because when you chase no, someone no, that we, long, it's something. You put we them were, on a pedestal. Yeah. We were very genuinely in love. She actually wrote me a poem. I was in I remember this. Aww. I was already in military school. She called me up. I was one of the kids that got cell phones in military school. Because um, you had a boxing club and yeah, yeah, yeah. you fucked with everybody. And um, she called me. She wrote me a poem. And it was how she told me she loves me. She wrote it into the poem. And I was really shocked because I don't think I've heard. I don't think anybody said that to me romantically before. Mm -hmm. I was like, your mom never said I love no, you. No, no, no. Like, and I was taken back. I was like, and she was like, Hello. I was like, yeah, no, 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 I love you too. I love you too. <laughs> she was like, yeah. She was like, you fucking better say that. I was about to have a heart attack. <laughs> like, I just poured my heart out. Was it a good poem? Uh, I mean, yeah. It was a shitty poem. I don't fucking remember. You know when someone writes a poem and they're like, I want to read you my poem. And you're like, okay. 
and then they read it. Yeah, and you're it's like, always a bad idea. I mean, a, yeah. yeah, I've heard better. I, I've never heard someone who's still living read a poem that they wrote and then me be like, oh, that was excellent. I'm glad that happened. Yeah. <laughs> Oof, man. Do you write poems? I have written a poem for a girl, yeah. Oh, my God. I can't believe I didn't know this in advance. I would have asked you to bring it. Do you yeah, remember it? I had, no, I don't Damn it. Know. Well, I don't know. Girls I used to write limericks. That was my early writing career, writing limericks. Like love limericks? Comedy limericks. Oh, okay. That's okay. Yeah. It was about fat cats getting their hair all over the couch. Hmm. So <laughs> how long were you in military school? Three years, 04 to 07. And then after that, what happened? Um, after that, I was very upset. I graduated. I had to leave. I was, you know how, uh, in high school at the, at the yearbook, they name people like prettiest smile, most likely yeah. to succeed mm-hmm. on my high school yearbook in the back of my senior year. It says class renegade. Wow. wow. <laughs> I didn't even know that was a fucking superlative that was given they out. Made, they made that just for me. That was nice. That was a nice way of saying most likely to go to prison. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm scared Again. of him. <laughs> Want him on my good side. We got to give him something so he doesn't shoot up the school, yeah. but we don't have anything really good to say. Renegade. <laughs> That's awesome. That's badass. Yeah, and then, but, so, okay. but yeah, no, I went to Hunter College. Oh, that's right by Marymount Manhattan College. I was going to go, I was going to go pre-med and then I decided I'm not going to do that. And then I tried to join the Marine Corps, but they wouldn't have me. Why? Uh, <laughs> I actually, I scored, I scored really good on my ASVAB, uh, which is- Your ASVAB? ASVAB, yeah. It's the test you got to take to find <laughs> God, out. God, you cocky. <laughs> it's, it's the test you got to take for whatever, the five branches. It doesn't matter where you're going. Okay. To determine if what jobs you could get in the- So you scored well on I that. scored well, yeah, but I had to take a psyche valve. Oh. And I pa- I passed the psyche belt, oh. but just because you have to, you had to take it. It's like points, and and oh, what so not is, everybody has to take it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why everybody. did they want you to take it? Because uh, you had know. that boxing club. I don't know. I don't know what tipped them off. <laughs> what kind of? Do you remember any questions that they asked you? It was bullshit questions. He was like, "Do you have a problem with alcoholism?" And I was like. No, Define wink, wink. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, who's going to, like, who's going to, if you're truly, like, an evil maniac, you can answer those questions. It was, it was very bullshit. I was out of there in two minutes. The guy was just like, nah, go, you're fine. Um, but so what happens is, in the recruitment office in New York, the, the, there's there's a certain limit of points that you get, like, for every tattoo you have, you have to write a waiver. For every minor offense you have, you have to write a waiver. And tattoo? It, yeah. It, it's a, it was a new thing. I was trying to join. It was 2009, I think. Or 2010. You have to write a waiver. I, what are you waving? The, explaining the tattoo, saying it's not gang related. Oh, saying, oh, 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 oh. Yeah. Okay. I got this tattoo because my ex-girlfriend's eyes right. reminded me of the sun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but so what happens is if it's up to a certain amount of points or whatever, it stays in-house and they deal with it and you still get to go. But if it's past a certain point, they send it to D.C. for like some general to look after it or look over it. Yeah. And then once it goes to D.C., it never comes back. Oh, damn I, I burned half of my tattoo off on my calf to join on because so the regulation was if you're in your pt uniform which is shorts and a Uh t-shirt and you have a tattoo has to be smaller than your palm oh and mine was bigger than my palm so you burnt i burnt half of it yourself or like someone did it for you i did it with what a butter knife i put a butter knife over (gasps) oh so you did you you straight up oh what that's some fucking oranges and new black shit. Except it wasn't a Nazi symbol. Oh my oh god! Oh my god! But you see now it's, it's right. Also very impressively large calf muscles. Wow, you well, really? That's just because there's no Wait, skin. Is here. that a sun? 
No. No, it's a Buddha. It's an evil Buddha sitting that, on cash. I was going to say, it looks like an evil Buddha. It's an evil Buddha sitting yeah. on cash. I like it, that you're just it, like, that's, half of that's gone. Of course you were the renegade. Yeah. That's oh fucking my bad. God. My tattoos are for the seven deadly sins. Wow. So that was uh, greed, sloth, and gluttony. Okay. That's cool. I like that. Yeah. I like the theme. You're deep. Mm. No, you are. You're like a mysterious, but you're you're nice. No. You're kind. No. Did you ever witness anything fucked up in military school in terms of like sexism, sexual assault, misogyny, any of that? You shit? mean besides the fact that my 36 year old teacher had sex with me? Yeah, that's a little sexual assault. Uh, I, guess. Uh, I don't know. I don't think so. No. I mean, you know, the kids were fucking, but that was all consensual. Yeah. Well, I mean, you you fucking the 36 year old was consensual, was it not? It was, but it was, it was. It was one of those things where everybody sort of knew about it, and and, and but like, you couldn't bro. say. But that's the reason they couldn't kick me out. I w- I had three boards in military. They try to kick me out like a couple of times every year. For what? For banging well, that? For no. For because I I was daughter? like I was like selling cigarettes to kids and alcohol, <laughs> and, and the Fight Club, oh. and you know what I mean. Yeah, that makes sense. No, so yeah, it's like they, they were, they were, there's a like, lot of points. We yeah. know Tony's breaking rules, but we never created rules for such things. Yeah. <laughs> so you're the guy. You're the reason for the no selling cigarettes to kids. Right. Yeah. Sign. Well, you can't in the lobby. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'd say, yeah. Yeah. They made that for me. Oh my god! Wow. What? Well, When's the first time you were really in love? Were you really in love with the? It seems like you were trapeze. really in love with the trapeze artist. Uh so. I think we were getting there. It was I, I. I had strong feelings for her, right? But it, you know, it never took off. Okay. I, I think I was getting there. She was. She was a pretty cool chick, other than when she was a piece of shit. Right. But she was she only a piece of shit when she dumped you. For the most part, yeah. Okay. Who was was she the first person to really get to you? Um. No, no. The girl before that, the one that I said I chased for a long time. Uh huh. Even after I broke up with her, I still I was kind of I felt bad. I think that was my real first love. How, why did Aww. why did it end though? Uh, I think honestly, I think it's because she was a little stunted with where we were going sexually. No she anal gaping. Yeah, no, no anal, She didn't yeah. want to gate that asshole. Like, huh? she, she what a prude. She she wasn't into oral. She didn't like. So all we were doing is like missionary or doggy. And I was I too mean, young. She was young though. Yeah, but so was I. I wanted to explore. <laughs> Right. I mean, the no and oral, I, didn't, I, I also, understand that's a problem. I also didn't know how to explain it to her because I was a teenager. I was an right. idiot. Right. How do you, you know articulate I mean? yeah. that our right. sexual... So I, so then, so I just yeah. broke up with her. Okay. Well, that, so like... I felt I felt really bad about it afterwards. But how... So how far now that you are... How old are you? 28. Oh, yeah. You're 19. So you're 28. And how... Like, how far have you taken it sexually? Mm, I don't know what the range is. I think the range is pretty... Well, yeah. Can you like? Can you talk about some interesting yeah, sexual shit. things you've done that you know? I'm. I'm. Maybe I want to learn about. I'm not. I, yeah. I, I maybe don't think. I, teach us some I, shit. I don't think I'm super open to every everything. Like I tried a threesome once. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that was a. It was, so it was me and a buddy of mine and a girl. Oh right, devil's threesome. Right, and yeah. then and then I, I never felt uh, inadequate in in my area until I saw this guy's dick. Because uh, he Frank's first of all was bigger than yours. He was ready for it. I I still kind of I thought you it was, needed like a fluffer. I needed a couple <laughs> of minutes to like get in. I like I was I was into the idea mentally. I was like, oh yeah, threesomeness. You know what I mean? Right. But when it got to it, 
I was kind of like, uh, it's overwhelming. I don't know, there's another guy in here. And he's, his pants were off and his dick was fucking up. And it was looking, it was fucking angry. It was looking at me looking like. Looking at you in the eye. It was looking at me like I just called it the N-word. It was like, <laughs> Whoa. it was like, what the fuck are you doing in this room? Was and your friend I was black? Like, you know what? No, he's oh. half Dominican, half white. <laughs> his penis was black, but yeah, he yeah, was yeah. not black. <laughs> yeah, wow. This thing was fucking mean. So I was like, ah, yeah, I don't know. And then but you so, just bowed out? <laughs> Yeah, I yeah I bought out, but then he wound up marrying her, and they have two Aww. kids. Oh, okay. Well, that's a yeah. nice story yeah. in a weird way. Yeah, yeah. What else you got? <laughs> what else I got? Like fetish or? Well, I think anal is, is my fetish. I think that's what it, I don't have like a toe fetish or anything. Well, I know. Oh, I'm I mean, not don't. Toe, I'm an ass man. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't care about the chest. Right. I was well. I was hoping maybe you would be the interested. chest. That's such a weird. Uh, I'm not interested in the chest, <laughs> the chest. chesticles. Uh, not my thing. <laughs> I thought maybe you would be like, like if like fecal matter was involved. Yeah, like a weird peeing, blood, yeah. uh, blood. bondage. Blood. That's a thing. Blood is. Oh, a it's thing. a it's a thing. Google blood play when you get out of here. Yeah, blood play. Yeah, I'm not going to, but I'll you know. I'll take your word for it. It's a thing. Oh, it's a, everything is a thing. Yeah, that's because yeah. of the internet. Right. Yeah. I'm sure. What's the most fucked up thing you've ever watched on a porn site? Oh, shit. I think probably the prolapse. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, if, man. If you, if you thought gaping oh. assholes. Can you explain this in oh. detail to our listeners? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So what happens is. Oh. <laughs> Christina just removed her headphones. <laughs> what happens is the next step in anal gaping, gaping is. Uh, I never they, thought they I thought I'd hear out, that. They push out. <laughs> There's a next step. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> they push out a part of their anus to where it Fantastic. it protrudes out of the asshole. Is that, how and do is you that learn a that fun skill? thing? I don't know. Wait, which question am I answering? Both. Any of them. <laughs> I don't know to either one of them. <laughs> are you touching your dick while this is happening? Or are you just like, well, no, that's fuck? that's the rabbit hole you go down because you start off with like regular anal shit and then you go into Some like girls butt shaking plugs. her butt with underwear on. Yeah. And, and then, then you prolapse. get to. Yeah. But you that's know the thing with porn, because it is such a rabbit hole because you're, you're like, that's kind of fucked up, but I still kind of like it. Let me see how much further I can take this. So how do you think porn has affected you and your sexuality? Good question. I'm fucked. <laughs> Good answer. I am fucked. <laughs> but we're really I would not in this. recommend I would not recommend overdosing on porn because then you it desensitizes you to the real thing. Have you ever taken a break from porn? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I have had to. Almost every like guy in their late twenties, early thirties that I know has at one point been like, I took a break from porn. And that's so interesting. Yeah. To me because it's it's how like, do you know you need to take a yeah. break from porn? Uh, when you can't. When you're get looking it. at anal uh, prolapsing. <laughs> no. when you can't you need get, to get it up when there's an actual naked girl next to you. Wow. That's a pretty telltale sign. Now, that, uh, why? I mean, this is a, a question that we probably won't be able to answer because it's a more of a scientific, like, study psychologist question. But why can't you get it up? Or, or in your head, like, what are you thinking? In your head, are you like, uh, you want to like click next and find something else? Like, you're like, oh, this is real life. Is, you can't click I on can't the girl's click. face. And she's yeah. like, why you just click on one? my pussy, Tony Brooklyn? You're like, um, don't. I don't know. What? Honestly, I, this, it's not really a thought process because a lot of it is emotional and chemical and you mm-hmm. know what I mean? So I don't know. You just, it, it doesn't do it for you for various reasons. Oh, I mean, have you ever been like fucking a real woman and just ha- had to kind of like close your eyes and think of porn to get No, off? no, I've never left oh, the scene. Oh, 
really? Of, uh, That's interesting. Because I mean, sex. I mean, yeah, that is interesting. I've certainly done that. I don't think of me porn, too. but I've certainly like closed my eyes and thought of someone Some, else. Something better, you know? <laughs> or something better. <laughs> yeah, Not better, but or different or whatever. It's it's no. it's a human thing, like. If you're doing it all the time, maybe you should stop sleeping with that person. But uh, right, like I mean, there was a period in time, like in in past relationships, when I just like would start thinking of someone else all the time, like someone I even I hadn't even had sex with, and I was just mm. like, oh, but this for some reason is new and different and gets me off. Now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, new things are always exciting. <laughs> no, they are, but just isn't that with everything though? Not just sex. Anything that's new is usually somewhat. Either a little bit scary or exciting and get you going. Uh, yeah. yeah, I guess. I mean, it depends. Like, it, there's people that I have stayed sexually attracted to, though. Forever. I mean, forever. I've never forever. been with anyone forever. You so haven't. I don't, I don't know the right. answer to but that. But you still know them. I'm saying, is there somebody that you're not in touch with that you're? Oh sexually, yeah, yeah, I have people you know? like exes who I would. I think I will always be sexually attracted to. Do you have exes that you? They'll always be sexual tension. Oh yeah, yeah. For sure. Isn't 100%. that weird? Because you're like, I don't even. Even if you don't even like them, you're like, what the fuck? That's my, so annoying. My track record with girls that I've actually dated is. Pretty, pretty like they've all been like dancers and performers and and some kind of physical athletes yeah so they're all fucking hot yeah <laughs> is that is your wife a dancer she's, she yeah she danced for a little bit she you know she's real into biking now she likes to do the <laughs> the race at the marathons and yeah, stuff. yeah 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 oh, that's yeah. cool that's awesome yeah. that's great so what like what is it like being married especially as a young man oh uh, yeah you're young fuck i don't know it's it's a trip I, I didn't really know what to expect uh, getting into this thing. It kind of happened a little un- unorthodox. How so? I wasn't so much that I... Uh, Liked her? No, no. I, we, we, were, we were together. We were, we were on and off. We got back together, you know, two years ago. And she was about to get deported. Two. There it is. Yeah. So she, she got into trouble with the uh, immigrations. Uh-huh. And so I didn't want her to get deported. So we kind of we were like, well, we're together. We're living together. Let's get married. Yeah. And so we got married. It was like City Hall or something? Well, we had a whole... Th- we, we did go to City Hall, but we had a... We went to Brooklyn Bridge Park. We had a ceremony. We had a violinist, a couple of friends. It was, was small. A violin? That's it was about oh 50 people God. at most. Tony Brooklyn's violinist. Yeah. Dude. That's amazing. Yeah. You would have a violinist in Brooklyn at your wedding. So it was a real wedding, but it wasn't like... I didn't like take her out, get down on a knee. I think we were like sitting on the couch watching TV. You want to get like, married? Okay. Like, yeah, All right, cool. Yeah. I, I don't want you to leave. We should probably get married. It was like that. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, that but was nice. I will tell you this. It, they, <laughs> I, uh, you know, after, I've heard worse. Yeah. Really? Have you? <laughs> yeah. Prolapsing. Assholes. That's way worse. <laughs> well, I mean, I've heard people who just, you know, like knock someone up and then get married because uh. of that. Like, it's like you were together and you like to do that. I've actually heard in New York, that's so common. I know like several people who got married to their yeah. boyfriend or girlfriend because just because they were going to get deported. A relative life. of mine got married because the, the woman was going to get deported and he liked her, but I, I don't know. They never were in a relationship. So like right. it was a little one sided. So at least you guys both felt for each other. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I got, I got married into owning cats. That was kind of weird. I wasn't expecting that. Uh, I have two cats now. Did well, did you well, ask I mean, her to marry you and then be like, oh, yeah, yeah I, surprise, I have cats. Yeah. No, she, I knew she cats had cats. I'm out of the closet now. I knew she had cats, <laughs> but uh, I didn't think that far to where, like, now I own cats. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, I mean, it it's is, better than kids. I still don't know their fucking names. <laughs> you don't know the names? Wait. <laughs> I know this gray one and a white one. And I know, I know one of them is the other one's mother. 
So wait, you you have no idea what the name? I, I, You're a bad cat can, dad, Tony. I'm not. You're a shitty absent cat dad. I am not a cat. I don't know your fucking name. Yeah. Come on. Well, how do Take you not guess. know your cat's I think it's name? Like, I think this it's is like, like he's elbow people. He's put people in hospitals. People might be dead, but we're like, you don't know your fucking <laughs> what an asshole. Get out of this what apartment. What is wrong with you? Yeah, no, I don't know. If I had to take a guess, some something with an M. If I had to take like a like a Marco, Mother Mary, mittens, Mother Mary, mittens, yeah, muffin maybe, top. I, re- <laughs> I don't, I don't refuse I to know it, but I don't care enough to like. <laughs> Does she get mad that you you don't know her cat's name? I don't think she knows. <laughs> I, I feed them and shit. Like if they're hungry, I'll oh, feed them. Oh, that's nice yeah. of you. Wow, but what a you hero. know what they do? <laughs> so they shit in my fucking bathtub. If I don't clean well, the yeah, door, because you don't know their fucking names. You think that's why? They're Probably like, cats they're like or your motherfucker. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, do you have a space where they can poop? Yes, they have a. <laughs> no, yeah. Sorry, well, you lock the basement. That's where their litter <laughs> yeah, yeah. box is. So that's kind of nice of the shit in the tub. They have a little. They prefer the bathtub. I don't know what it is. Okay. Why you have a weird life. Yeah. yeah. So what is it like though to have a month month and a half long fight? That's a tense, that's a war zone. It's it's we just I've, don't I've talk. been there. I've been there. Oh, we you don't just talk. don't talk. Yeah. So you don't egg each other on. That's kind of no, nice. I don't I don't fuck with her anything. Because um <laughs> well, like I feel like with couples it's it's this weird skill that I didn't know that I needed, but you need to learn to fight well with yeah. each other. She does argue. not know how to do that. I didn't know either. Steven had to she guide me. She still doesn't know. Yeah. Oh, I'm great at fighting. Professional fighter. Yeah. That's my that's ding, my ding, ding. the best thing I bring to relationships. I'm very easy Chris to Fisher, drop. Professional this. fighter. I'm very easy. If we can't come to a conclusion, I'll just drop it. I'll just. Dude, I hate. Oh, dude, she does. I always overhear do guys like they just drop it. They just no. and I guess. I guess I get it. But when you overhear that, or when you witness like uh, a guy friend or a guy relative and the woman's just pissing him off so much and he's like, ah, you know what? Whatever. I'm like, oh, now how, do, do, is that it's, like outla- it's outlasting someone though. Right. Well, they, yeah. But is it, do you feel emotionally um, like uh, gypped? Meaning that you always have to not care anymore because she won't let it go. Well, the thing that happens with marriage is because you're so strong, you're in love. And that part of it is, is very strong. When you guys fight, it's even stronger still. You know what I mean? So, so like, I've never, worse, I've never, I've never cursed at a woman until I was married. I've never <laughs> called a girl a bitch in my entire life until I got married. And we had our fight and I was That's like, so I, I just, I know. I was like, oh, this is great. I can't. All the I little didn't girls know, listening out there. I didn't know how to explain <laughs> like, oh, my like frustration it. other than to curse. I right. usually, I'm, I'm fairly good at like communicating. She just got you so angry so, yeah, that like, you had so, no words. I was words. like, yeah. And then it do just you think came out. You do things to piss her off as much as she pisses you off. I don't know. I'm just, I don't try I me. Mean, probably. I don't try to, I don't do it on purpose. Does she do it on purpose? She might not be. Sometimes she does. Uh, well, when you're yeah. married, you just get to know each other's buttons, and then sometimes you just push them. <laughs> no, you're like, oh god. Yeah, because sometimes you're speaking from experience. Well, yeah, of course. I mean, sometimes I've certainly done things because I was like, <laughs> this is a pissed person off. He's got so badly. Yeah, see, I've never done that. Oh, that's well. good. I have. Yeah, but yeah, I could see. But that's it. not when I, yeah. I usually do that to people I don't respect. Though, like if I'm want to make somebody mad on purpose, it's because I'm pissed off at them. Mm-hmm. But I don't know when you're when you're with somebody all the time and especially you're saying your wife is is currently doesn't have a job right now and she's always there and you're always with each other. It's like it's like, you know, when you say a word so many times, it starts to not sound like a word anymore. It's like they're not even they are a person, but they're like this other thing. Like, I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. When you spend so much time with one person, 
It kind of makes you a little you know insane. The, the one Even thing, if they're great. The one thing that was kind of insane. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> that happened after marriage with sex is uh, <laughs> I felt it was weird because now she's my family. I'm like fucking my family. There was a, it didn't last for for like two days. I kind of felt a little grossed out. Was that a high thought? Were you? Stoned? No, no. Oh, okay. I don't know what I don't know how it came to me. But I was looking at my wife and I was like, ah, oh, such a wonderful lady. I'm so glad to be married to her. And then I was like, ew. <laughs> like, I, like, now, like now I don't like now I have to fuck this wonderful person that's my family is disgusting. It's <laughs> so interesting. But Maybe it, it didn't uh, la- it didn't your last. love is blossoming from romance to uh, friends. <laughs> Yeah, backwards. I don't know. I, I get what I get. What you mean, though. It was a very weird thought. I kind of understand that. I, I do understand. I that. get it. I get it. I, I hope, get it. I so hope, it's fine. Yeah, yeah. So let's move on. Then. <laughs> Not that you both get it. Well, do you have any pl- <laughs> like plans on how to resolve this fight? Yeah. What are you gonna do? I don't you know. Buy her flowers. Or she's fucking up, or you fucking up. Who's fucking up? I uh, well, because she's home all the time, and I'm not. I'm still, you know, I'm still working. I'm still doing the comedy thing. So she's kind of lonely. I guess is really the issue. Does she have a vibrator? No. She oh, well, that's problem number one. You should be, Just kidding. Maybe she doesn't want one, but she should get one and try it. Are you sure I'm, she doesn't have one? I'm pretty sure. Mm. Have I mean, you I've never her drawers? seen it. I don't go through her drawers. Says she has one. Yeah, I was like, I don't even really use vibrators at all, but I have like a bunch. <laughs> yeah, you do. I mean, Some obviously. comically large. Yeah, I was like, it's because of, because of this podcast, but I had oh, one before that. people send you vibrators? Well, yeah, we got. We got we, Doc Johnson, baby. We got a wow. huge box and I just opened it and left it in my room and, and I was <laughs> and slowly so my, walked away. <laughs> so my roommate could see it because I just, I was like, well, if we're going to waste all these vibrators, at least someone can get a good laugh out of yeah. this. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, she probably has she one. A d- display case. Oh, she that might be a good Ooh. idea. Do you have sex toys? Mm-mm. No, have you ever I, used a flashlight? I think she has a couple of outfits that we okay. played around with a That's while fun. ago, though. I, I recently purchased I one. No, flashlight. Yeah, I don't have a flashlight. What, what did you say? Flashlight? No, no, no. Flash- flashlight. Do you know what a flashlight is? Yeah, it's the oh. it's a pocket pussy. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah no. I've you got used, it. I never used one of those. Oh, okay. Have you ever been with a prostitute? I've never been. I never. I hate strip clubs. Really? Why? I, makes me very uncomfortable. Well, Why? How, can you explain? I don't know. I it, I understand that the girls are working, that they're not, you know, being forced to do anything. I feel bad. Well, I mean, that's I not that. every in every case. I would have. I'm sure there are many strip clubs out there where the woman feels coerced to work there or is being. Threatened. I hope not. I really probably hope smaller that's not percentage, the case. but. But I just feel bad. Like I, I've been to strip clubs on like people's birthdays and stuff, and mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm just like, just take the money, just go back to school, dude. I'm oh, just like, <laughs> but that's why they're there, yo. <laughs> Trying to go back yeah, to school. Yeah, all of them. I'm sure every stripper not is going everyone. to med school. A lot of them. But are. I feel bad. I feel like I never got a lap dance. I don't go to the private champagne room. It's, I just what sit around, and drink beer. I, it's, it's. A, I you got know. the shirt for it. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> How? What is your relationship with alcohol like? I I use it as a substitute for every other medication. Oh, so it's like it's, you got arthritis. Just kidding. I'm yeah. like you're tussing yeah. or arthritis. yeah. <laughs> I mean, like uh, anxiety, whatever kind of. You have anxiety. Oh yeah, I've been stabbed five times. Did you know that? What? No. All right. Well, nope. You uh, buried the headline. Stabbed me four times. Shame <laughs> on me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Five different separate occasions. Ooh, wow. So then Sorry. at a certain they, point, they only got to you, you one stab each occasion. Right. Like yeah, one yeah, in yeah, and yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah. So and he goes, uh, well, I think I've made my point. <laughs> <laughs> I will be exiting now. Good day, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Good day to you. What yeah. were the reason for all these stabbings? They, they varied. 
and run us through stabbing number one go oh my god don't think stabbing number one was completely completely my fault oh i went i went to ask for a cigarette of a guy and he made it comical he was like no go buy your own pack and then i went home got drunk and went to find them oh yeah that's stupid okay number uh number two stabbing number two uh, number two was I got called for beef. A friend of mine called. He had a f- some problems with some people. I went with him to fight. To back fight, him up. and I got stabbed. Yeah. Uh, All right, stabbing number three. Stabbing number three. Somebody was trying to take my cell phone, and I wouldn't wow. give it to them, and it cut my face. So it wasn't a stab; it was a slash. But okay, we'll count it. Uh, no, that's a stab. It's a <laughs> yeah. stab. We'll, we'll it's uh, a we'll long slide. A slash is just a stab that lasts a little longer. <laughs> stabbing number four. Uh, there's also in a fight. I guess that, Ooh, right? yeah, see that oh, we um, see the scar for that damn. one. Damn. Yeah. Okay. And just a fight. Just another fight. No backing up a boy or anything. And like, no, no, no. And then I, then- I, I, I went through a period where I was getting into bar fights for my own personal joy. Okay. Oh, your joy. And then stabbing number five was in the leg. I was putting somebody in a chokehold with my leg and took out a knife. So. Okay. All right. Just the, and that was part of just your fighting days. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Are your fighting days over? Probably not. Yeah. Nah. You When's the last time you got in a fight? Huh? <laughs> When's the last time you got in a fight? It was a while. It was probably like a year ago. Yeah. What? He's like a what? I can't even remember. It was like 2015. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it comes and go. I'm I'm really out of shape now. So I think if I was to fight somebody, I'd just lose horribly. If anyone's listening, that hates Tony Brooklyn. Now yeah, now's the, the time to beat him up. <laughs> now's the window. But wait, so wait, you seem so calm. I know. I'm like, do yeah. you have a temper? I mean, if you're fighting all the time, maybe, but you don't seem well, like Well, it's actually, do. it's a lot better to keep you calm when you're fighting. It's not good to have a temper. So it's a lot scarier. <laughs> well, when a calm person is beating you up, yeah, you're like, yeah. wait a second. That's real I'm freaky. I'm going to die. Yeah. It's a lot like uh, chess. Where you got to sort of think of what you're going to do before you do it. All right. It. Now I'm scared. <laughs> strategic strategic right like if i'm gonna go for the chokehold but then what if he tries to right like also me? also like how serious is it a bar fight is this guy really gonna try to kill you you know how, yeah you gotta how, yeah. figure that out go with your gut well yeah. have you ever been in a position where you actually thought someone was trying to kill you yeah a couple times so i had a gun pulled on me <gasps> why uh some guy was just being an asshole it was it was the day before my birthday <laughs> a couple of years ago i was going into the grocery store it was like three in the morning to get a sandwich he was coming sandwich. out. He was coming out, and he was like, "Yo, what the fuck you looking at?" And I was like, "I'm, oh, lo- I'm looking at you coming out of the grocery store. What are you t- <laughs> like, you're not invisible. You know, I could see you, right?" Yeah. And he goes, "Yeah, motherfucker." And he takes out a gun. And he points it at my head, and I, I, I broke his wrist, and I pointed it at his kneecap, and I started pulling the trigger, and it went click, click, click. Oh, it was an empty one. It was empty, and oh, I'm just looking a, at him what like, a "Fucking." Oh. I'm like, you kidding me? And then he, he, we, we, I punched him in the face, and he left. Well, that and I got like, my, and then I got my sandwich, and then two cop cars rolled. I was gonna by. say, did you get your sandwich? I did get my sandwich. That right. seemed like very unnecessary. Yeah, that, that was rude. Altercation. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was. feel like if someone ever tried to like do that or rob me or anything, I would get so pissed that just over the fact that it was happening. Like, are you fucking kidding me? That I might beat them up. Maybe, maybe yeah. I could. Yeah. Maybe I don't that, know my own strength. What is, what is that like? That retarded strength, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's like the second time. This is two episodes in a row where our guest has used that phrase. Um, I think that's a real thing. I think that's... Yeah? yeah. I don't know. But, uh... Well, I mean, I think it's like... I think the, uh... The fight or flight more so is the... Well, I mean, the, I, the I think when they say we're retarded, they mean more like sometimes autistic people have, like, superhuman yeah. strength. Yeah. That, you know, so just for... That's a PC. Yeah. Yeah, one of my brother's ex-girlfriends used to work with autistic kids, and she would co- sometimes come home with bruises. Yeah. Because they were very strong. No, it's no joke. But not, I mean, you know. I don't know nothing about that world, so I'm not, I'm going to shut up now. Um... What's the worst sex you've ever had? 
the worst sex I've ever. Yeah, is there any- to be honest with you, the worst sex I've ever had was that year with the school teacher. Because I don't know why I didn't enjoy this. I did it for the perks. She get she like what were the perks? She would cook food. No uh, perks. I didn't I didn't have to oxygen. <laughs> I didn't have to eat the mess hall food. Oh, so I'd get like steak and and salmon wow. and shit. And did you ever and, felt taken advantage of? No, I was felt, taken advantage of her for sure. Way more. You were taking advantage of her. Yeah. Wait, yeah. was this the older woman? Yeah, the thirty six year old uh, teacher. Okay, so she would cook for you. And- she would cook. So she was the tennis coach uh, and the swim team coach. Right. And the science two. teacher. Right? Okay. So in military school, every everything is on um, schedule. So right. you have school. Very yeah, military yeah. time is. Whew. So you only get about an hour off for free time unless you have tours, in which case you have to like, that, that's like the punishment, tours. You have to either march or stand still or oh, waste, waste an hour. Here no, I, I am marching. Yeah, okay. I would do that. Yeah. But so, but so, and then you have two hours of sports. So what I would do is I would sign up for swimming and tennis and just not fucking go and spend the time doing whatever I want to do and still get the credit like I was there because she was the coach. How many Mm. times did she uh, have you, did you guys bang? I don't know. I didn't count them. Consistent, like every day or every other day. Yeah. Where'd you bang in the closet? In her, so the teachers lived on campus. Oh, and like, I mean, how do you how do you make this discreet? Did you, did you like wear a disguise? So, no. I go over but and help so her like, clean. Like I said before, it was like one of those things where almost Everyone everybody knew. knew. But uh, what I would have to do is I'd have to sneak out, and then I'd have to sneak back in. I'd have to sneak out of the barracks, go into her thing. I can't believe you got away because military, man, I, they <laughs> fucking they're strict motherfuckers. There, there was one time I I missed formation, so the formation was already happening outside in the morning, <laughs> and I'm running out of her out of her whatever building House. and her brother because her brother was attack officer he was uh. looking after the kids there too he was coming up in his truck and he was like what are you doing and i was like i panicked i told him i was i was exercising i was like oh i just went for a jog i i you know running yeah, what? Yeah, yeah. Bye. <laughs> i went for an early jog and i i don't know what time <laughs> went it in is. this building and he was like he was like uh well formation's going on going and i was like yeah yeah, yeah i'm going right now and you had to get information in yeah. formation <laughs> yeah yeah you like that song? You like Beyonce? No, I don't. Nah, I didn't think so. <laughs> but the sex was terrible. But the perks were amazing. What was terrible about? I don't know. It was everything. Did she just sit there? It it wasn't very exciting. It was mostly missionary. Uh, she's. I mean. And you weren't at a place where you were like, all right, this is cool, but like, can we make some shapes? Here? Yeah, no, no, no. I was just happy to be getting away with a whole bunch of shit in military <laughs> yeah, school right. that you're not supposed to. Be. Dang. Yeah, that so had- I didn't. I didn't want to rock the boat. You know what I mean? Okay. That's- Has one of your the women that you've been with that are dancers or trapeze artists ever done like a wild move in bed where you're like, "Fuck, that's cool." Uh, I would imagine they got good move. ones, like just good maneuvers. Like, like yeah. girl, well, sometimes I mean, was- girls of like, you know, when you're 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 your back is facing the guy when you're on top of him, like you can't fucking turn around on when the penis is still inside. Yeah, you just can't. You can. Can you? Turn around. With, uh, yeah, uh, I've I've had her. What? I've had the top spin on my dick. Okay, I'm sure I could yeah. do it, but I don't. How the like, fuck try to do it? Well, she could I do have, it, and it was awful. She was uh, she was also a contortionist, so she's very very <sighs> flexible. She could. I fucked her when she was like a pretzel. She had her wow. legs all the way behind her. Yeah. Was she a pretzel when she spinned around on your dick? Uh, no, she was doing a split. Wow. Um, that's pretty cool. It's visually cool. It's actually, the, the, I mean, I mean it, it still p- kind of feels the same, though. Yeah. A pussy's a pussy's a pussy. Something like that, yeah. 
<laughs> also, she was one of those girls that she can't come vaginally. She could only come through A lot her, of girls are like that. Which was not, which is, it requires a lot of effort on my part. Oh, you poor thing, yeah. you had to work. Yeah. Well, but it depends. I mean, like, even if you can't come vaginally, like, if depending where it's the early. clit is situated, you can still fuck it was someone very, to it was, orgasm. It was very rare that she would come when, when I would have to, like, eat her out or something. Yeah. Huh. Did you, do you not like eating her out? I, I don't mind it. Not not every time for you to come, I have to fucking do it. Then no, I it's, I, it's kind I agree. Of a that, chore. It's, then. Yeah, that's it, hard. It loses it loses its hotness. If right. I had to blow be treat my boyfriend every time to make him come, oh yeah. my god, yeah, exactly. I'd be like, well, I gotta go. Dude. Yeah, and look at this. It's not working out. What? Bye. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Is there any other final thoughts you would like to end on? Yeah, this like, has been such a fun. Like experience. on feminism, are you a feminist? I'm Let's definitely not a that. feminist. What the yeah. fuck, I'm, Tony? I'm Married. It's very hard to be a feminist and be married. Why? Please let us know. Why? Yeah. Because there's a woman making my life hell right now. That's why. Well, no. Why can't you? But you don't think she deserves like equal rights? I am for. Feminism is just equality. It's not like you're mad. It's not like you like women when they're assholes. (laughs) That's not. Women can be assholes. That's feminism, actually. Women can be horrible pieces of shit. (laughs) Yeah. So can men. I am, and that's I'm, okay. I am for the equality part of it. Where All you right, guys, so you're a feminist. You guys, well... That's what... The yeah, fuck do you think feminism means? There's there's a level of equality, and then some people think it should be the same, which it can't be because it's opposite sex. So you can't be the same. Well, what I mean, is an instance where you... I've had... it's This is classic, but it's actually happened to me when I was opening a door for a girl, and she was like, I could open my own door. I mean, I don't know what to say to that because a lot of people have said... I mean, I, I don't... That's you know unnecessary, what? like that, for her to say that. I think, like, but it's, this was like her feminist move that she. What did. was it? Her feminist move, yeah, or yeah, was yeah. she just? No, no, no. It because here is the thing: she might have, and I don't know this, but I am guessing. But just if she's walking around with a girl's body, I, I feel like this is possible. Have people open men opening the doors and then complimenting her, trying to hit yeah, on her. She was a, yeah, there is a, a way that she, men she, sometimes open doors and they like lesbian. look at you and you are like, Ugh, she, oh. she was a fat lesbian. How you did you this? know she was a lesbian? How did you, you know she was fat? No, you know <laughs> right. a fat lesbian when you see fat. She had a fitted hat Who cares on. If she was fat. Well, I mean, it's just what she was. It doesn't add or so take you're, away. You're just saying, started. like she, she, and you knew that it wasn't because you were hitting on her. Yeah. See that right. that I don't understand, and that I definitely have a problem with. Like if don't you should rude. never be rude to someone who's doing a common court like well it's weird because sometimes like common courtesy like men will oh man yesterday it happened i was in a bad mood i was just really stressed out and i had to go i was walking to the gym and uh some guy fucking said something shitty he's like oh uh you from do you live in this neighborhood or something i'm like shut the fuck up i was like no one better try and talk to me because i hate when that happens yeah. and it's a it's they're doing it to try and flirt with me i know i can tell right away mm-hmm. when it's a fl- trying to flirt or like they're genuinely asking a question and i was a huge cunt to him because i just i knew it was gonna happen and it's annoying and i don't just because i'm in physically in like next to you waiting to cross the street does not mean i want to fucking talk to you yeah but i feel like when that happens and i go off when i'm in a bad mood it's not often but then the guy's like whoa women are fucking uptight but there's there's like a reason well i haven't hit on a girl in two years because i'm married so i don't know and i've actually i don't feel like you're the kind of guy like you wouldn't cat call and you wouldn't like be a dick but unfortunately, you might have to pay for the guys in the past who have. Well, see, that's why I get into fights. Which is frustrating. I'm doing it's it for fair. you guys. I'm fighting guys in, in your honor. 
I'm punching Thank you, the Tony. Face, so you don't lesson. need to fight anyone in my honor. Yeah. Well, me specifically. Okay. You know, just maybe one last person will have to Christina go to the hospital. Then. Yeah, you can fight my honor. Right. <laughs> yeah, well, I think someone asked us, we were on a podcast the other day. I, this has actually come up a lot about feminism with guys and girls saying like, oh, I'm not a feminist. I'm like, can we just all agree that it means equality? How about but that? We don't. We don't. I know, and that's the fucking problem. The meaning has transformed. It has. It has transformed. But I think it's our, it's our responsibility so as feminists to be like, this is really what we mean. And I think there is like a lot of bullshit extras that feminists have been tagging on. And I'm like, no, that's not really part of it. That's yeah. I don't, I don't know. We're just like, we don't need to concentrate on manspreading right now. Yeah, like. You, I don't Man's, care. Manspreading is bullshit. Yeah. Well, that's agreed. Like, if yeah. if you have a problem with it, I've every time a guy is like spread his legs really wide on the subway and I wanted to sit, I'd be like, excuse me. And then they fucking move. Yeah. And exactly. that's exactly how the interaction should go. I don't I'm think not they gonna sat down and they're like, oh, I'm going to spread my legs and take up two seats just to stick it to the girl who didn't fuck me <laughs> in the in the high school. Like that's fuck not you, the thought process. I wish men thought that deeply. Like, I know. Oh, that'd be kind of nice. Maybe we could have a more intellectual relationship. Everyone's not like so vindictive. Yeah. Oh, God. I think it's more so. offensive when they sit in the middle of the three seats instead of. On oh, the side. yeah, that's rude. Or when they have their bag. But right. I always I'm like, excuse me. And then if they don't move it, I move it for them like a bag or something. Because like if you're going to be a dick, then I'll be all right. I'm going to put your bag on the ground just now. Just start to sit right on it. Yeah, or I just sit on their lap. <laughs> Actually, that's a good move. Is this seat taken? <laughs> that's mm. a good pickup line for like a crazy chick. No, I, I think I I think I uh, made that joke to like a celebrity one time. I don't know. I, I feel like I did that. <laughs> Is this seat taken? God, who was, was it? Tom it? Hanks? No, I, it was like an Adrian Grenier type or oh. something like that. I think I did that. I don't know. I've flirted so weirdly with the very like famousy ish, like good looking dudes. Yeah. I just say the dumbest shit. Like well, I can't talk as a regular. So hot. I feel like it's fu- like, what are you going to do? Regular. I'll just make a joke. Yeah. I think it's funny. <laughs> All right. Anyway. Yeah. Closing thoughts. Hey, Tony. Tony. Uh, closing thoughts. Well, you can find me uh, this Friday. <laughs> I'm going to be a danger field at 10. All right. That uh, was that September 16th. Yeah. Um, Guys, and you then- fuck day. <laughs> and then October 7th, I'm going to be at uh, Bunga's Den on 14th and 7th. At, Perfect. 7th and what's your uh, information for how people can find uh, you on social media? Facebook is Tony Brooklyn. And then YouTube is Tony Brooklyn. And then Twitter. I don't use Twitter. Twitter's gay. Perfect. Nice. Oh, that's a perfect note to end on. Love it. Well, thank you so much, Tony. This yeah, has been guys. This is fun. awesome. <laughs> yeah. This is awesome. This anti slut shaming podcast. We'll talk to you next Friday. Ain't no mistake in it. We done with faking it. Money is the mission and the statement says we making it. Big bills, we breaking them. Else we ain't taking none. Spots off in your city. Do I did Then we taking one. Ain't no mistake in it. We done with faking it. Money is the mission and the statement says we making it. Big bills, we breaking them. Else we ain't taking none. Spots off in your city. Do I did Then we taking one. These beach boy niggas biting trends and getting old. These leech whore bitches riding waves and surfing boards Cause they cool with treading water While a nigga doing laps So I keep my shit in order Giving truth off in my raps Wipe the sleep from my eyes Hear that phone ring, yeah, that's money talking Slide his brush on my thighs See your gold ring, yeah, that's honey walking Every day I make deposits Cash is hidden in the closet Got the case so you can't rob it Bruh, my hustle, you can't
can't stop it. Guess it's my apparel, but my style cool to top. Chick like me a pharaoh, a snow bunny coup de gras. Veggies on my plate, eating sushi, food is raw. Neighbors filled with hate, every month a new car. Breathing on these beats, doing shows, I do my job. Thanks so much for listening to Guys We Fucked. Once again, this episode was brought to you by Third Love. Third Love's 24-7 t-shirt bra is made out of soft memory foam that molds to your shape and gives you the perfect fit. A reminder that they will give Guys We Fucked listeners a free bra for 30 days. If you love it, keep it. They'll charge your card. If you don't love it, send it back and your card will not be charged. Start your free trial now at thirdlove.com slash GWF. Thanks for listening.